see what you can do under, uh, you know, ultraviolet lights. Boy, you are the angel of death. Hail the executioners. So unhealthy, but so hot. Hello, little boys. Yep, there are monsters under my bed. Uh, check. Okay, good. Everything is as it should be. Time for some TV. We're gonna get you. We're gonna get you. Not another peep. Time to go to sleep. Time to go to sleep. Cue the TV. Oh, great. It's my favorite show. This program contains mature subject matter. Including maladjusted youth, masochistic hillbillies, and the excitement of the price is right. It may be deemed inappropriate for our younger viewers. Viewer discretion advised. I would like, if I may, to take you on a strange journey. <laughs> I could put on these glasses or start eating that trash can. You maniacs! What is a man? When we are successful, we will be. We have a real chance to be Tristan Zara from Romania writes Dada Manifestos. I write a manifesto and I want nothing. Yet I say certain things and in principle I'm against manifestos, as I'm also against principles. The principle, love thy neighbor, is an hypocrisy. Know thyself is utopian but more acceptable, since it embraces wickedness. No pity. Even after this carnage, we still retain the hope of a purified mankind. But I speak only for myself, since I do not wish to convince. I have no right to drag others into my river. I am against action. For continuous contradiction, for affirmation too, I am neither for nor against. And I do not explain because I hate common sense. Some people think they can explain rationally, by thought, what they think. But that is extremely relative. Psychoanalysis is a dangerous disease. It puts to sleep the anti-objective impulses of man and systematizes the bourgeoisie. The dialectic is an amusing mechanism which guides us in a banal kind of a way to the opinions we had in the first place. To make a Dadaist poem, take a newspaper, take a pair of scissors. Choose an article as long as you are planning to make your poem. Cut out the article. Then cut out each of the words that make up the article and place in a bag. Shake gently. Then take out each of the scraps, one after the other, in the order in which they left the bag. Copy conscientiously. The poem will be like you. And here you are, a writer. Infinitely original and endowed with a sensibility that is charming, though beyond the understanding of the vulgar. No pity. This is episode 110 of Behind the Schemes for August 1st, 2022. And <laughs> no pity. I'm Booberry Black Knight of the Mothman. 
And all the way, way the hell from where it's kind of dark and there's a lot of pity in the sky. You can see it. Uh, my name is Lavish. How you doing? How's that <laughs> pitiful sky looking? <laughs> you know, I was looking at it and I was thinking to myself, that's pitiful. That's just no good. I wish there was a way we could blow up the sky. Well, I'm glad you asked. Ooh. It turns out so as far, and I did listen to this. I heard this somewhere. But there are people right now that are actually working on that. So oh. you're okay. You're good to go. You're, you're, it, don't worry is what I'm saying. Should I buy high and sell low into that? <laughs> or just buy I high? Think just invest. Buy low buy and low. then get blown sky high. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> and then when you're up there in the air, then you sell. That would be a super romantic way to, I guess, uh, spread ashes is to load yourself up into the capsule that releases all of that aluminum dust that Bill Gates is sitting on. Whoa. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I, I'm, I'm being kind of for real here. I've heard you people know doing you like can... cannons and stuff, but this. You're at what you're asking. Is you're you're saying put your ashes into the chemtrails? Yes, you chemtrail your ashes. That's a good idea. <laughs> Why not? You know the chemtrails are happening, and even if they say, "Oh, you know, they're not chemtrails; it's just water," well, whatever. Put your ashes in that tank it's and just, spread them. It's just water in me. <laughs> Thirty-five thousand feet above. Who cares? No one cares. No one's gonna. You know, there's no not going to be like a Disney fucking hazmat team that shows up to clean down the park rides when people come into the theme park and and dump beloved family ashes onto the rides. <laughs> is that a is that a tradition they got over there? They dump them in the slides like at Waterworld. Uh, I think Haunted Mansion is a is a popular or was a popular one. I think they've kind of locked down on that. See, Haunted Mansion, like at Disneyland, for example, you get on this little pod, and it doesn't go very fast. It just kind of gives you that basic loser little bar that goes over you. Mm -hmm. If they use it on a real roller coaster, you die, because it doesn't have that, you know. And if and so you, they're just kind of slowly crawling through this really well-maintained building of all this shit. It would be so easy to just, like, have... A backpack or something stupid like that have the ashes in there and then you just throw them out during the ride mm -hmm. you get in trouble you get a little you know whatever a finger shaked at you but what are they gonna do <laughs> hopefully they didn't <laughs> use a relative's finger to shake at you <laughs> <laughs> that would just be the cherry on top that would be rather rather bizarre rather bizarre oh uh i got a i got a little something special for tonight Ooh. Ooh, I got What's myself a menu? cider. Beautiful. I'm drinking a Road Rash, a Raspberry Lemon Sociable Cider Works. Okay, hold on. Raspberry Lemon Sociable. It's a uh, Sociable what, what Cider brewery? Works is a uh, Sociable Cider sociable. Works. It's a local one here in Beautiful. the Miniocalypse. Excellent. Excellent. I love learning about ciders. Ciders are uh, on the up and up. I this think. one's good. It's sweet. It's tart. Like always, the first uh, sip is like the most puckerful. Of course. Mm. Ooh. 
Holy just shit. like that first boost. I know. That verse that first boost is the most puckerful. Who was that? That was Servo, something special. Oh man. He triggered the uh if you're a gamer and you liked playing the Super Nintendo, you might have heard of a little game called Final Fantasy Three, uh, as released in the United States and Japan on the Super Famicom. It was released as Final Fantasy Six. Mm-hmm. And that was the Magic Attack uh Bolt 2 from the game, which was also, if I'm not mistaken, I think this uh, particular sound effect was the very first one that we had changed uh, way back when, when we figured out how to do that. This was the, this was the first of many, mm-hmm. uh, the first one that, yeah, got that, oh, this is a historic boostogram. That's a very good one. And Final Fantasy VI, as everyone knows, is, you know, it's a classic. Mm-hmm. With Kefka and my girl Celis. Mm-hmm. My heart goes out to you. I mean, Tara's rad as fuck, too. Uh, And I'll just leave it at that. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, let's... uh, I want to do a tarot card, and then we can uh, hop into some of these boosts for tonight using the Lion Strider deck. uh, I have drawn the reversed Knight of Swords. Reversed Knight of Swords. I got this uh, a couple weeks ago. Oh, very interesting. Card. <laughs> That's the Boostergram, by the way. For anybody who doesn't know, the Boostergram, or anyone who may be new to the show, it's just a it's a small Bitcoin payment. And anytime you go through the various podcasting 2.0 features and get yourself to a position where you send Bitcoin in, you 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 basically, if you know the right numbers to pump in, then you get a, a sound of some manner. Of some fashion. Yeah. We got one for for every number, and then we've got a few special ones if you look into it. <laughs> look into it, man. Know. Just don't go down the rabbit hole, because we wouldn't want anybody inadvertently ending up on a list because of this program. No, 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 no. No. No lists. No lists. No lists, man. Uh, okay, so before we get into the reversed meaning for the knight of swords just going to lay out a couple of uh general terms associated with this card in the upright version so we have a place to start from we have intelligence arrogance pace a lack of empathy judgment impulsivity displacement and contradiction which kind of makes sense with it being a knight card you got this like young hot stud that little sweetheart little bit of love oh yeah <laughs> that stud will give a little bit of love <laughs> nice a Jim Jones boost. Mm-hmm. Always, always welcome. Uh, anyway, yeah, as you were saying. But, uh, you know, the fact being on a, on a horse is already kind of, you know, it's a temperamental beast, to say the very least. And, yeah, the uh, swords is the most, uh, I mean, you're talking about the knight card. The swords is the most knight, knight of all. Mm-hmm. The rest of the knights are just posing. They have other stuff in their hands, not a sword. Not a sword. Knight, exactly. Uh, exactly. And, uh, the swords is generally dealing with, uh, like, insolence. And, um, you know, not, uh... Pragmatism. Pragmatism, yeah. Not, uh, it's not so much emotional. It's like the guy that has come to chew bubblegum and fuck shit up, and he's all out of bubblegum. But he's not just, like, some tweaker. He actually thinks things through. He has a strategy. 
you know, there's there's an overall plan, there's a short-term plan, there's everything in between. The, another image that comes up on the on the uh, Knight of Swords oftentimes is the Eight of Wands sort of thing in the background. And the Eight of Wands is when you have eight wands all going in one direction like a, uh, a barrage of arrows. And all of the wands are pointing in the same direction and they're all in motion, they're all in the air. And that's what you get with the, the Knight of Swords as well. You have a very direct and ambitious uh, pursuit of a goal. Very ambitious. Yes, I like that. And you're making you're making a lot of headway really fast because you're on top of a horse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you have a sword, and everybody else has a fucking cup or a or a, a stick or a coin, and they can't fight with that. Let's see anyway, here. We'll uh. So on the negative side, this knight can show that the Corrents, uh, or someone close to them, is being quite impulsive or domineering in the sense of losing control. Energy and mm. confidence are great, but they need to be balanced with care, planning, and concern for the people involved. This card can be a warning that if you do not slow down, you will have se- or you will face serious consequences. Mm. Uh, it can mean that you need to be wary, especially with newcomers. Someone may come to you insincerely, even though that they uh, are not necessarily a literal bad guy, but they just have the information, energy, and ideas or, uh, of a similar concept. It's a weird sentence. Uh, well, I think that means community in, in a word. Mm. It just means like, uh, you, you. not only do you feel that way, but maybe a bunch of people feel that way. Let's see if there's anything else. In, uh, with the two... Oh, interesting. With the two elements of air and fire combined, because I, I think it's the knight cards that their suit, uh, being the knight, uh, has the elemental of fire, if I, if I remember correctly. That's probably right. I'm not sure, but I'll check right now. Uh, but I'll continue I'll here. Yeah. Um, the personality of the person mentioned by the uh, knight of swords is a... Uh, uh, a rational one. The the reason uh, they reason and handle problems in life logically and wisely. Beside uh, besides, they are in, uh, oh my god, intuitive people. So they are rarely deceived. And to describe the card, it's a. I don't feel like we often see the knight of um, the knight of knight anything, of anything really well, with the knight of anything. Knights are just rare in general. I would agree with that. With the line strider deck, because uh, for this one, it's not a full image on the card. It's actually it's just the like a uh, a circular image that contains a knight, a fairly realistic knight on top of a horse. Yeah, uh, so it's, it's a small uh, circle that takes up. It's only like uh, I would say thirty three percent card <laughs> in the circle. So of course it's perfect thirty three percent. Perfect thirty three. Uh, yeah, it's it's just a knight on a horse, like going to war, basically upside down because it's reversed. So yeah, uh, do you have anything else that you wanted to add for this one? No, uh, I don't think so. Uh, other than just it's cool to get a knight, like you said, it's rare to get a knight, and the the reverse. The only thing I would say is like we say all the time with reverses. We talked all about what the card means upright reverse means that you may have a step to go or you may want to pivot yourself in a way where you would want to accomplish this. Mm, and maybe not, you know, just take mind of the obstacles in the way of being, because this is an ideal. This card is an ideal. 
It represents a, you know, if you want to be in the zone of being ambitious and hardworking, then the Knight of Swords will juice you up for that. And the reverse just means, you know, take care. It's not just going to come to you. This card didn't come to you to fucking tell you, like, hey, guess what? You're going to win a million dollars tomorrow. That's not what the point of the cards is. The point of the cards is to tell you sometimes, sometimes, that, you know, you can do this. You can accomplish this if you want. But it's going to take something. Maybe even a sacrifice. Whoa! A sacrifice! <laughs> it could take a sacrifice. We know, you never know. We know a thing or two about sacrifices around these parts. Like, do we? <laughs> we fucking killed a lot of goats around these parts. I, I mean, we've done a lot of... You know what I'm talking about. We've done a lot of morally responsible and socially <laughs> acceptable Ooh. things on this on this podcast. <laughs> we just like kill a couple guns around here. Oh yeah. It's over the greater good baby. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Use at your own risk. Oh I'm my telling goodness. You, the floor demanded it. It was time. It was fucking time. <laughs> oh shit. Before we get too sidetracked, zososcorner.substack.com, Z-O-S-O-S corner.substack. You can go over there. You can check out our tarot card. It's posted up at the top of the article. Uh, consider subscribing to it. And then when, whenever we go live every Monday night at 7.30, 9.30, 10.30 Eastern, respectively, that little, uh, uh, well, list of show notes and show art and links to all the intermission and closing music and producer credits, it's all there. Uh, all there for your enjoying pleasures. So mm-hmm. uh, it's all part so of our... corner.substack.com. And uh, tonight, there's a, there's a lot of uh, useful information because we got some uh, some new Boostagram uh, IRC Cacophony ISO set up. Um, is it IRC Cacophony or is it IR Cacophony? It's IR. Like, it's like zoology, like zoology <laughs> and zoology. You can't, you know. I'm just going to say IRC Cacophony, but. All right. That's easy. That's easy enough. Or IR Cacophony. I'm not it sure. could be up to debate just like Junta. Mm. Like the, the, the name Junta, you know. It, everybody of, calls Junta something different. I'm the only one that calls him Junta. That is true. Tahunta. Yeah. Uh, internet relay cacophony. There we go. <laughs> one coin. Um, so, uh, just to give everybody a heads up on what those amounts are, and this is especially useful for people that listen to this show live and that are using a nude podcast app from nudepodcastapps.com. Uh, when you listen live over at badradio.live, you can boost uh, 2200, you can boost 7777, you can boost 8888, you can boost 9999, you can boost 22222 or uh, 22222. And or five twos. Five twos, a, a decent-sized row of ducks. And then the last new one for tonight is 36,500 sets. Yes, 36,500. 2,200, four sevens, four eights, four nines, five twos, and uh, 365, as in 365 days of the year. Uh, zero, zero. No doubt. Yeah. And then, of course, we've got our old classics here. We've got Boost a Goat at 66, 66. And we have Boost a Bump 
if you need a little pick me up, if you got to get a little something going for yourself, <laughs> you can always boost us thirty five thousand sets, and you'll get a bump going for yourself. So, <laughs> just a little one to get you going. It's gonna be good. <laughs> That's good for you. Uh, Alex Jones, Jim Jones. Oh man, should we spell out all the Alex Jones and Jim Jones boosts too? Uh, you know, it's it's there if people want to check out the full list. Um. We already heard one of them uh, for tonight. That was the show. Show that little sweetheart a little bit of love. <laughs> um, let me. Uh, I'm gonna get the full list up. We'll uh, we'll go ahead and read through the ones that we had coming in from last week. Uh, so first up, it's C Brooklyn one uh, eleven. Excuse me, one twelve. Hundred twelve. C Brook with twelve hundred stats saying Caca Fuego. <laughs> oh nice. Good Shit. throwback. Shit. Ooh. A goat for you, Seabrook. Yes. Somebody has given it to you. Someone has gifted it to you. Someone doth gifted the goat. <laughs> Our goat doth floweth. Uh next up was Pfeiffer with eighteen forty-nine. Uh he was using the fountain app and he said it pays for itself. Thank you, Pfeiffer. And that was in reference to the uh, Fountain.fm app. If you listen to shows inside it, of the app, they'll uh, they'll send you a fair amount of uh, sats from what I've seen. I, I think there was a No Agenda episode Ooh. I got like 8,000 sats on. Uh, but Ew. it seems, you know, your, mari- your mileage may vary. Uh, so it's worth checking yeah, out. Not it's medical a- advice. But, it's, you know. it's one that I use uh, fairly often. Um, coming in next was C Dubs with 420 saying hi, hi, C Dubs. <laughs> and he was uh boosting the live tag over at CurioCaster. Uh, and then it's C Dubs again with 1420 saying so many no routes. I boost again, I boost more. A boosting I machine. I wonder if it's C boost is the, is the new ring of fire that we're in. Is it failing you? Hmm, hmm. 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 And then uh, T Dubs is on the scene. He does a lot of he does a lot of cool uh, things around here. Gets involved with a lot of cool projects. Helps out bowl after bowl. You're listening to bowl after bowl every Tuesday night, roughly yeah. around this time. And he kind of he's he built the foundation for the uh, the boost bot that we use with Gal and whatnot. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. And uh, and uh, in the actual podcasting 2.0 chat room, I believe he's the. He's like, he's like the guy, man. There. He's the boost chat man, man chat. <laughs> C-dubs. I, I've met C-dubs. Nice guy. Nice. Uh, coming in next was Pfeiffer with 120 sets. That's the gal boost saying, I'd be so good to you, gal. Oh, my God. Get the fuck away. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, um, you know, uh, oh, shit. I actually, I have a, I have a perfect sound for that. Uh. Except I don't remember what it was called now that I think about it. Oh, yes. <laughs> Stab a bitch. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta get in there. You gotta get in there. I'm kidding. Oh, man. I saw a video. I think it was on No Agenda of a guy. They were testing out a body armor at this like convention in Las Vegas. And someone just came out of the crowd and started stabbing the guy. But he was part of the demonstration. And so he took this Bowie knife and he just started fucking stabbing this guy, fucking stabbing this guy. He's trying to fucking kill this guy. And the body armor was so good that it just fucking deflected the knife over and over and over again. Oh my God. 
And everyone was like, what the fuck's going on? Everybody in the crowd was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And he just kept trying to stab this guy. Fucking trying to fucking kill this guy. It was awesome. I like that. <laughs> that could be some fun show art. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta find. I gotta find it. I gotta find. It. Yeah, I mean, obviously, he was a trained professional, and there was probably insurance involved for all we know, you know. But at the same time, mm. it was a funny little show. They just do it some fucking slow arms convention, you know, the old slow arms convention. Boober has been to a few, you know, to an arms convention. No, I, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nobody's been to an arms <laughs> convention. I mean, maybe you have. I don't know. I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. It's fine. <laughs> we would never talk about it. We'll never. Never uh, talk about <laughs> it. Never talk about it ever again. I mean, we didn't talk about it to begin with. Next up was Servo using boost clit. He said slurp, slurp both times, 198. Uh, he was also boosting episode 110 live tag on Karyocaster. Uh He was coming in. <laughs> A third time with 198 saying epic question mark. Uh, 198 is, of course, the Alex Jones epic ISO that uh, was gifted to us graciously by uh, Midnight Mike when I asked him. Mm-hmm. Making podcasts in history. Yeah. And Midnight then, uh, Mike on for 108, correct? Uh, no, 107. 107. Uh, I was off by one. Uh, more gardening, less gallivanting. Gallivanting, excuse me. Depends on your region. And then uh, 2200 from Servo. That's the Bolt 2. He said something special. No doubt. <laughs> Thanks, sir. And then C-Dubs is going 9 sats, 6 sats uh, with the live tag from CurioCaster. <laughs> the boost clip. I don't have like Ooh, a, yeah. I don't have like a muse sound. Muse? Um, like a, that cartoon ca- puppy? Yeah, I do have this one. Why are you torturing me like this? Why? (laughs) That's pretty good, too, honestly. Uh, 2874 from Pfeiffer again. Boost what thou will. Shall be the whole of the law. Let's see. It was 2874. What was that one? I wish I had. We're just a couple of lawmen around here. Yeah, I was trying to see what the Gamatria boost for that one was. Hmm. Uh, seventy-seven, seventy-seven from Servo. That's the David Lee Diamond, David Lee Roth boost. The woohoo! I think that one actually comes from uh, Running with the Devil, if I'm not mistaken. Running with the Devil, uh, the most famous solo track ever. Sorry, uh, thirty-three from Unseen Dubs uh, with a little dude waving his arms up on the Curio Caster episode one ten live tag. Uh, (laughs) Pfeiffer slaughtering a goat 6666 Sacrifice question mark When in doubt you should always sacrifice Always Always Always. No questions (laughs) We got a a big Yeah please do it Uh, Then we got three And three from unseen dubs Again how low can you go This low Oh my (laughs) Oh my goodness. C-dubs. Uh Cotton. We're on the air. Cotton Jen got in on that goat sacrifice in action. He's asking how do I boost a Photoshop using CurioCaster? Boost a Photoshop. Nice. Nice. I'm not sure, but yes. I think so. Use at your yeah. own risk. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> 
And then uh, the last one that we have uh, was just five minutes ago from Net Ned. He's using Fountain. He said, uh, sticky, slimy, steaming pile or of 5252. Mm. Ooh, can I take that over again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take them all. <clears throat> sticky, slimy, steaming pile of 5252. <laughs> There you go. Good. I'm glad you took that. That me, was good. Me too. I'm glad as well. <laughs> Sticky 52s, thank yous. Heyo. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, you know what? There is something that I, I have been meaning to bring to the table time and time and time again, but I have forgotten. We too have the feature of being able to type ISO into the chat room. If you don't know what I'm saying when I say chat room, go to the green room tab on our website and there's a link to enter the green room. You can hang out there. It's IRC chat it is by far one of the best things about doing this podcast because there's so many cool people hanging out in there doing mm -hmm. all sorts of cool stuff. There's Gal. She's amazing. She's my favorite part about this show because she'll do tarot cards for you. She'll roll dice for you. She reads our boostergrams for us. She manages all the boostergram sounds. Uh, it's amazing. And most importantly, what I'm telling you about now is if you type ISO into the chat as we're going, it'll mm -hmm. make a little timestamp and then... I know a lot of shows, they do the cold opens, which is not something we do on this show, but I no. would love to use the Isobot to start generating clips on the regular so that we can turn around and put them in the RSS feed so that apps like uh, Podverse will have clips already queued up uh, when people tune in to check it out on uh, whatever apps support outside or pre-generated clips. So yeah, so if you want to get involved in that, it's simple. Just type in ISO. If there's, it happens all the time when you're listening to a podcast. Somebody may say something, and you're like, "Hey, I want to. I, I want that to just be a little something, you know, that I can go back to, and I don't have to look for it. I don't have to go, you know, digging through the podcast all over again. Just type in ISO into the chat, and there you go. And if you Take actually, if it. you follow it with uh, with a short descriptor of what was. You know what? What was what were we talking about that was clipworthy, <laughs> quote unquote? If anything, um, you can just type it out there right after ISO. So you know, ISO discussing Gal and the ISOs, so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. uh, and we would uh, definitely use that. We did get our very first clip made. I don't know if you saw this lavish. I think I sent it to you. I've been waiting. I've um, been waiting for for something to come through the pipeline. But we we have a clip made here. Yeah, someone, through the through the proper channels. Uh, someone, um, not someone, Mary Kate Ultra on the Fountain app generated the first BTS clip. <laughs> Mary Kate Ultra, thank you. It was awesome. Uh, Why well, it was something that I said? It was like uh, they did it to humiliate me. <laughs> That's you all it says. <laughs> I can't. I don't know if I can play. Um, oh, you know what? Our own show. Uh, we can probably, well, I don't know where it would, there's no like browser version of Fountain. It's all yeah. via mobile. Sure. So, so sure. I can do it. I'm just going to need a second to get that connected in a way that we'll actually do it. 
Um, so yeah, sure. we got the ISO bot. Uh, check it out. Help us out. We uh, greatly appreciate it. This is a value for value production, meaning that um, we do everything that we do for free. There's no level to the degree of prostitution I will whore myself out to in order to continue my existence as a fucked up, drunken piece of shit. And if you head over to our website, behindtheschemes.com, <laughs> with the, uh, how is it you say it? With the uh, threes and schemes for ease? Uh, uh, something, yeah. The ease and the schemes are actually threes. Mm hmm. Or badradio.live. You can find all sorts of ways. <gasps> Ooh. It scared me a little. <laughs> gotcha. Dead Gimp, man. He's been waiting. Mm. Hasn't said a peep all night, and there it was. That's a oh good my. combo. That is a good combo. <laughs> well, we've got a lot of executioners, and I like it. <laughs> it's like the gimp has a babysitter or something. You know? I, you know, she's he's kind of got a mistress. You know, he's got a little. You know, he's got a friend. He's got some com- some companionship that he appreciates very much. But uh, uh, thank you, Servo, for the eighty-eight eighty-eight sets uh, via Boost CLI. Yes, he boosted the gimp. He boosted the gimp, man. Boosted the gimp. <laughs> The Gimp, you know Servo well. Servo has boosted a Gimp once or twice in the past. Uh, but BadRadio.Live is another way. It's an easy way to get over there and check us out. Uh, there's a lot of... You can also email me or Lavish. It's uh, boo at BehindTheSchemes.com or Lavish at BehindTheSchemes.com. Correct. And, uh, yeah, you got anything else you want to say about value for value? Yeah, I think it's fantastic. Do you agree, John? Boosted! I just got boosted! Do a commercial, you're off the artistic roll call. Every word you say is suspect. You're a corporate whore, and uh, end of story. Put on your 3D glasses now. Oh my god, you want to call that at 612-263-7999. We won't pick up, we won't, you know, the phone lines aren't open, as I understand it, correct, Sir Booberry? Uh, they are not currently open. We do have a couple of voicemails that we can get to. Uh... But if you want to leave a voicemail, you can call us at 612 263 Seven nine nine nine, and just let us know how you're doing. How's your Monday going? You know, are there any uh, incredible or uh, you know any any anomalies happening in your life? You let us know six one two two six three seven nine nine nine, and we'll uh, hear from our first caller in the green room. In the green room. In the green room. I swear that color could have been <laughs> color could have been a rock and roller. <laughs> that was a very good pitch. He held he held that note. No doubt. That was that was technically backed. That was f- fantastic. <laughs> I feel like he, not to draw out the word. He could have went to school for that. He could have. That was a great. No, it was fantastic. So good. <laughs> that was a fucking ugh, straight as an arrow in the night. So good. 
And uh, here's our next caller. You might recognize this voice. So, I mean, this time I got like, I guess, just like a scream of joy or happiness. I mean, you know, when you got those little things you can celebrate with loved ones and stuff like that. The wife and I are going out to dinner and a little celebration for something. And, you know, you're just kind of like, woo! You know, and just kind of that, that little reminder of those, woo! those areas of growth or those milestones or different things like that that uh, we celebrate and we should celebrate and take those times and, and uh and uh appreciate appreciate different occurrences and things like that and whatnot and whatnot and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But, Three uh, times. Yeah. Anyway, so that's a little woo woo uh, I guess screamish that we got. Uh but anyway, well hope you guys have a fantastic show. I know you will. Uh well, I will bid the adieu to Mr. Lavash Lavish. Uh what you wearing? And uh, Not much. a mothman of the unfolded laundry in the guest bedroom and the dirty dishes in the sink that uh, <laughs> Mr. Conrad uh, Christopher Battles has not uh, got around to putting away. And, yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 oh my gosh, I just got to say, it. I love you guys. <laughs> well, stay dangerous. Caller, caller. Caller. One more gas coming. There's enough time, right? <laughs> oh, he gave us two because. That's it. That's all you get. Oh, that's you. all we got. That's that's so generous of you, Chris. I mean, caller coming in, Christopher Bells. Two because. Thank you, sir. And caller, I'll have you know that I did do the dishes before we started. Uh, before I kicked the stream on today. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. We all did the dishes today. It's okay. It's not a big deal. I literally set up a Google invite for it so that we could all coordinate our schedules <laughs> together. We had it on the Bluetooth. We did you all... check my emails? We all did that. It's fine. I sent you a follow-up one. Check your email. Okay. Um, Doing dishes. Sorry. Go ahead. You know what? I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm gonna take. Do not disturb is on off. Does that sound good to you? Is that something you want to do? Disturbo is off. What? What'd you say? I'm gonna I'm gonna turn off. Do not disturb. How does turn that off? Sound? Do not disturb. Oh, I see. You want to open the phone lines? I want to open the phone lines. I think that that is a fantastic idea. Let's open the phone lines. We'll open the phone lines. Uh, I mean, maybe maybe fantastic isn't isn't the right word. Maybe it's a terrible idea, but it is an idea, and we're gonna do it. It's gonna be good. Well, I don't uh, I don't think I got anything else other than. Uh, should probably roll a die and and do some stuff. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to play the jingle, okay? So we're gonna I mean, we're gonna take all of our die. Look, man, just don't hurt me, okay? Whatever you say. We're gonna take all of our die. Oh, oh. We're gonna shake them up and all of our die. Yep. Whoever is assumed the winner gets to go uh, last. <laughs> Assumed the winner goes last. Yeah, that's the most ambiguous thing I've ever heard in my life. All right, here we go. Damn, 
I got something kind of weird. I got a one. I got a two. I got a three. I got a four. <laughs> I got a five. <laughs> and then I got a ten. Whoa. Oh, that's pretty sick. That's a good roll. Yeah. I mean, we despite the actually in, in spite of the fact that there are no rolls, that is a fantastic roll. Yeah, I I I, I would agree. Uh okay. And by the way, gummy nerds, I use the word die as a plural ironically, I promise. Uh all right, what do I got? I have a I'll just read them in order. A one, a three, an eighteen, a five, a four, a forty, and a seven. I don't think my roll uh is cooler than your roll. <laughs> well, my plan is uh my plan for tonight. Uh, we can either uh, wrap the show, or uh, I don't know if you were feeling about doing the same thing or not, but um, I was thinking, uh, reading from edition number 10 of Man, Myth, and Magic, an illustrated encyclopedia of the supernatural. Well, I also have a volume. I have volume 22 of Man, Myth, and Magic, and you and I can both uh, read an article each from it, I would say. I like it. And, uh, yeah. So, uh, would you say that you won this roll? I would say I won this roll. It's assumed that I won this one. <laughs> Probably. Rapid. Rapid says uh, C-dubs. Let's just get out of here. It's good. Thanks for coming in, everybody. Uh, we have ourselves a series of topics. Now, from this book in the past, we've talked about what? Wagner? Mm-hmm. That was a good one. I think that was actually awesome. And that was a good pick on your part. That was the first one that we did from this book, volume 22 of Man, Myth, and Magic, an illustrated encyclopedia of the supernatural. Uh, I'm just going to go down the list. Uh, although I will just mention another one that we did, which was White Magic. Oh, the White Magic one was fun. I enjoyed that White one. Magic was cool. That was one and of the earliest ones we did. Yep. I would say so. And uh, there have even been uh, some whisperings amongst the chat that you yourself are a white magician. What? That's true. I've heard that. I've heard it rumored. God. <laughs> Which is a good thing, I think. That's a compliment in my eyes, personally. I, I, think, think, I, think the, I think the most responsible thing to do would be neither confirm nor deny. Hmm. <laughs> Well, that's probably a good idea. Gummy Nerd says white magic is the devil's work. I don't know where he's coming with that. In honor of Christopher Battles and his last call, I'm actually going to take my shirt off for tonight. (laughs) You know what? Me too. Hell yeah. We're getting weird. I should just... I want to preface and say what a crazy, fun, insanely busy, and and just ballsy, proactive uh, summer we've had thus far. There's been yeah. a lot of shit that's went down on this it's show. It's been busy, busy. Uh, the technical aspects, the show content, the guests, the outside work-related stuff, man. Yeah, we, we there's a lot of projects going on, and there's a lot of movement going on in the world, and it's just one of those times. Yeah, The iron is hot when we're striking. And uh, <laughs> Fun fact, I don't have to work tomorrow, so Lavish and I both decided to just kind of... Take it not easy, but you know, have a relaxed show for tonight. Something a little yeah. more loose. Something that's not as like, all right, we got this, we got this, we got this, we got this. We got a week to come up with you know a presentation about something in depth, or you know, we just wanted to 
you know, take a breath and then see what's going on. It's been, like like you said, it's been very busy. Smell the congealed goat blood gathering in the corners of the green room. Yeah. It's a little housekeeping episode. I mean, we've got to check on these floors. They're not doing great. I mean, it, I, can already, I, mean I can already see it's warping a little bit. They're doing great. I'm not saying that they aren't doing, you know, well to our standard, but they're not, you know, structurally, structurally, they aren't doing well. So sometimes you just gotta, you know, call in a floor guy. <laughs> Speaking of calling in a floor guy, shirt removal acquired. <laughs> <laughs> Let it be known that Boo Bear is working for the weekend. Mm-hmm. No doubt. In fact, everybody is working for the weekend. <sighs> it's been a hot summer, hasn't it? Yes. And it's going to get an even colder winter. Yep, 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 yep. It's going to be great. It's going to be fun. For some reason, though, over here on the West Coast, I have to say, it was hotter in May than it was in June, which was very odd. It was, like, as hot, almost as hot as it gets around here in May. And we were like, whoa, okay. After it being a really not cold winter, which I'm not trying to say that to, like, because I know everybody had a rough winter. I'm not, I'm not trying to, you know, make enemies here, okay? Gummy nerds listening from Green Bay. I'm not trying to. But it was, all the plants died, and it was just a fucked up season. <laughs> it's part of the food shortage problem. It was just fucking weird. Weird mm. winter. Uh, anyway, we're talking about man, myth, and magic. Yeah, what's uh, what topics were you thinking? All right, so I'm going to go down the list here. We have Virgo. By the way, this is V to Z. V is in Victor, disease in Zebra. Virgo, Vishnu, Visions, Voodoo, Valdenzies, Wand, washering, Wandering Bishops, Wandering Jew, War, Water, Weather Magic, Thomas Veer, I would, Werewolf. I would be interested in Wand or Wandering Bishop. Wand or Wandering Bishop. Wand or Wandering Bishop. I almost want to go with Wand, I guess. Yeah, that sounds kind of fun. All right, let's do it. Do it. Okay. The Wand, which is one of the suites of the tarot card as we read it. And... Uh, we get the wand a good a good deal, I would say. If you really keep track, I mean, sometimes you get certain sweets more than the other. You know, you get the sword very little, I find. Right. Uh, compared to the cups and the wands, and a lot to of, a certain degree, the pentacles. A lot of fire and water, man. Yeah, and by the way, I I looked up the elemental uh, situation, and it turns out the sword is uh, air. No. Right, 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 right. That part for sure, but the actual, like, the page, the knight, oh, yeah, the sure. queen, the, the king, they each one of them have their own sort of elemental tendencies. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, absolutely. But it's, uh, I think it's actually a situation where they get combined. I just, I haven't read up on that in a long while, so I'll have to, mm. maybe next week I can have something prepared. You get so deep all the time. So deep. So deep. Like the wand. Oh my goodness. 
Oh my god. I don't god. think you can say that. That's not medical <laughs> advice, people. Not medical advice. We got the wand. As symbols of authority, the wand and the rod <laughs> can be traced back to the staffs of the priest kings and the magician healers of antiquity. What is the symbol that the three most powerful places in the world have, the, the statue that they have, that no one else has? Uh, like a scepter. Or an obelisk or obelisk. Oh, an obelisk. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's where I was going with it. You have Washington, D.C., you have the city of London, and you have uh, the Vatican. The Vatican, yes. And all three of those locations have a very prominent obelisk, or obelisk, or obelisk. The scepter is an old symbol of kingship. A herald, the invaluable emissary of a king, carried a staff of office, and the caduceus of the Greek god uh, Hermes was his herald's wand. Caduceus. Caduceus? What'd you call the royals? Uh, I, hey, you know my buddy guy. The shepherd's crook was an emblem of royal authority in Egypt. Medieval physicians inherited the custom of carrying wands from their priestly predecessors. Red Indian chieftains bore carved wands as their badges of office. In its simplest form, as a stick or staff, the wand must have been one of man's earliest weapons, enabling him to subjugate wild animals and human enemies alike. It also has uh, long been recognized as a phallic symbol, just like we're talking about. The sign of power and virility, supernatural and physical, and consequently clerical and secular, a wide variety of forms. In its supernatural context, the wand is an agent of transformation, a well-known example of being the fairy wand, which is supposed to draw its power from the sun. Sun worship. Nice. Always. Um, and by the way, the wand in the tarot, elemental, whatever, is uh, fire. Right. Which is what we thought the sword was. Uh, all right. The wand is also a means of aiming power at a given object, like the pointing finger or the pointing bone. It was once regarded as the agency of intense psychic power. The construction of a wand was carried out in great secrecy, and it was accompanied by mystical ceremonies. The wand of the wizard was usually out of hazelwood, uh, cut from the tree at sunrise in order to draw upon the untouched solar energy. The knife used in the operation would be baptized in blood, and at the same time, special prayers were addressed to the high gods, imploring their help and endowing the wand with power and authority. The wands of the English and Welsh Druids were usually constructed of yew, and those of the Irish of yew, hawthorn, rowan, all of these being sacred trees. The medieval magician would often tip a magnetized steel cap to the end. Uh, with the object of projecting an extremely powerful magnetic force. Magnets. I like that. Uh, he would use it sparingly. <laughs> don't want to use the magnetism too much. Yeah, you don't want to run out. <laughs> yeah. Not an easy way to recharge your magnets. <laughs> you know, magnets don't grow on trees, you know. <laughs> uh, he would only use it sparingly. He'd reserve it for important acts of magic and con concealing it from view within his 
voluminous sleeve. <laughs> if you could believe that, Sir Blueberry, he had a voluminous sleeve. I mean, you know, it would make sense that there's a lot of <laughs> a lot of I, what what is it the kids say? A lot of room for junk in that trunk in those robes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got a lot of slack for that track. You got a lot of oh, yeah. There you go. You know, what I mean? you know what I'm saying. <laughs> The wizards like to show off their you voluminous could, you could, you sleeves. Could throw a, you could throw a hot dog down those sleeves. <laughs> At least. <laughs> yeah, you gotta hide your shit somewhere. That's where they'd hide the cards. That's that, how they trick people. That's the sleeve that goes, has anybody seen my watch? Watch, watch, watch. Yeah, watch, sir. Watch. So, where do you work? Blah, blah, blah. And you already have his watch, his phone, his wallet, his belt. His, his pants, girl. <laughs> his girl, his house, his car. His dog. <laughs> his social security number he's you wait he's you but i am that man <laughs> that man is me that should be a basis for what we've been talking about that thing we've been talking about yes all right anyway uh, a little more on the one i'm not going to read this whole thing let's see if there's anything kind of interesting going on here uh sorcery satan okay here we go satan those who sought to communicate with satan used ones of cypress wood was that you got something to say i was just gonna say satan satan used cypress Cypress. Ooh, uh there's a lot of cypress around where i live by the way Hmm. it makes me uh think of uh cypress hill it makes me wonder if they've got any sort of uh, demonic iconography in their music or videos. I'm Probably. Not super familiar with the band, so I, I wouldn't know offhandedly. You can turn in an English teacher and find Satan and everything if you really wanted to. It's fun. It's a fun game. God damn it, I will. <laughs> By God. By God. Don't stop me. <laughs> Don't stop me, fucker. <laughs> Doing it. Uh,. Cyprus, yeah. Yeah, there's a, there's a shitload of Cyprus around here, and it's not native. They brought it in. It's mm. all uh, just something that the, uh, I guess you could call them the pilgrims. They brought it in, and it looks interesting sometimes when you're on certain things. <clears throat> anyway, it's like magic. So let's see. Satan used Cyprus, and Cyprus being well known as the Tree of Death. And with this inscribed a magical circle at crossroads at midnight. Ooh. That's spooky. I know. They're really getting into, like, uh, the actual process and the kind of details of, like, when you do it, which, of course, is a big part of it. (laughs) You won't find this information on Wikipedia or CNN. (laughs) Ooh, you gotta look for it. Hey, when did the Georgia Guidestones blow up? Exactly at fucking 403333, you know. Come on. Come on, guy. A coincidence? Come on. Come on. I think. Come on. I come think. on. You, you, are you fucking for real? Are you fucking? Yeah. Are you really fucking for real right now? What? What's wrong with you? Huh? What's wrong with you? Huh? This is how you, your daddy would be absolutely ashamed if he could see you right now. Your mother? Oh, my God. Your mother? Get, get the fucking around the fucking, some more. You stupid fucking. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right. I have one last thing to say about wands. And then we'll, uh, maybe we'll press on. In the Odyssey. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Some, someone was behind me. Sorry about that. I get rid of him. Uh, 
The Odyssey. Have you ever read The Odyssey? Oh, yeah. The, the classic. The enchantress Circe strikes Odysseus's men with her wand, turning them into... What do you think? What, what does she turn them into? Part of the solution. You're right. <laughs> Can you be more specific? <laughs> she turned them into allies. You're, you're right. She turned them into swine. <laughs> In parentheses, sea swine. <laughs> yeah. That, yep. that was a fucked up scene in Willow, if you ever saw that movie. Oh, yeah. Mads Morgan. It's a ripoff of that. Turns into a fucking, ugh, creepy. Mm-hmm. There's also, I think that it also, uh, Pinocchio also borrows it from it when everybody gets turned into donkeys or asses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just that it's, it's one of the oldest tales ever, and it's, you know, got a very important part of it where everybody gets turned into a fucking pig. And everyone's like, oh, God, we're going to get eaten and die. Great. <laughs> Hashtag, oh, no. Hashtag, oops. <laughs> Hashtag, land of the pigs. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Well, the land a, of the hog. The, there's a fucking meatloaf song that originally came from a Batman musical that Jim Steinman wrote. Uh, it was, uh, in the land of the pigs, the butcher is king. I always thought that was pretty cool. It was pretty heavy metal. I think that's, yeah. I think Jason would agree. Yeah. I think uh, it's a take on uh, One Eye and, and Blind. You know, you got to be a butcher. Maybe that didn't, I don't know if that made sense. That probably didn't make any sense. That doesn't matter. <laughs> stab, stab, and stab a lot. You know, you don't have to be butchered if you buy this armor, this body armor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> In the land of the hogs, the butcher is king? Is that what you said? The land of the pigs. In the land of the pigs. Yeah. Hmm. Throwback to our animal farm art, which I really liked. Oh, the, the yeah. Hog, that like, hog puppet that was blabbing away. Yeah, old silent movie. Uh, I don't remember the name of it. But uh, very, very, very unsettling. Yeah, disturbing. That's We can always promise you disturbing. Uh, here's the first lines from that song. In the land of the... Uh, look at the now. What do they want? What do they... Uh, what do they do now? Nothing at all. What do they know? What do they think? Uh, and who do they tell? Well, no one at all. Uh, can't you hear the choir now? Listen to the animals sing. Can't you hear the slaughterhouse bells? In the land of the pigs, the butcher is king. Nice. Yeah. Nice. All plausible. Uh, did you have anything else for the wand? I think I'll just leave it at that. And uh, maybe inquire if uh, we have a screen mail. I can, I can hit you with the screen mail. Now, we do have open phone lines, uh, folks. So if you oh. want to call in. That telephone number is 612-263-7999. Here's our next caller. Hey! Screamers! Oh, lost my breath. (laughs) Damn vaping. Anyway, uh, that last episode 109, your review of the 
Georgia Guidestones was fucking amazing. One of the best pieces of pod material uh, I've listened to. Anyway, another excellent piece of pod material that I've I've heard recently is the Grimerica interview of Matthew Lohmere. L-O-H-M-E-I-E-R. That's important because he's an author. Irresistible Revolution. I just got the book delivered today. I'm already half through it. It's fucking amazing. This guy is, uh, well, let me give you the front cover, uh, quick read. Irresistible Revolution. I mean, this, this whole podcast was fucking great. And if you like the Georgia Guidestones thing, this guy's like right up your alley. Anyway, Irresistible Revolution is a timely and bold contribution from an active duty Space Force Lieutenant Colonel who sees the impact of neo-Marxist agenda at the ground level within our armed forces. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da. It goes on and on. <laughs> anyway, that was a fucking incredible interview on Grimerica. I don't recall the number, like 500-something, 568, but that's just throwing dice. I don't know. Anyway, but uh, you guys, that 109, the... Georgia Guidestones, that was incredible. And then hearing this, uh, what was it, Saturday, ordered on Amazon Prime for like five bucks for a fucking hardcover, less than five bucks for a hardcover. I think there's a price discrepancy or error. Anyway, Irresistible Revolution, Matthew Lomir, incredible. Wow. Um, Pay it forward. <laughs> Adios. Um, <laughs> screamer! Oh, screamer, I lost my breath again. <laughs> Thank you very much for the call, Dr. Sir Mike Crotch, uh, Special Agent Dr. Sir Mike Crotch. I yes, might even Dr. add. Sir. Yes, indeed. Yeah, dude, uh, that uh, Georgia Guidestone was a big hit. Uh, they were talking about it on uh, uh, Millennial Media Offensive. Oh, oh. Um, I, I've been listening to Millennial Media Offensive. I, I must have missed that. I don't know. Either way, I'm glad that people like it. It's a cool thing to talk about. I think it's because they're gone now. So you got to kind of address it. Otherwise, you know, nobody remembers it and it's just not, it doesn't exist. Uh, but thank you, Dr. Sir. And I'm, I like those other references that he gave to us. I got who, who right now? Jeff Holmer, Holmer. And then he mentioned another Holmer. I gotta go back and listen to that. Check that out. Oh god. Uh, which tab was that? Color. Uh, hello, color. You're on the air. Hello, color. Hello. 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 Hello there. We're we're talking expressively lower octave. Oh. Fine. It's fine. It's good for you. Yeah. Clears out that phlegm from the weekend, definitely. 
Good for smokers. Is this like good. is this good. like smoking phlegm or like Rod Stewart phlegm? When they had to <laughs> pump, pump his stomach. <laughs> All faces. Got that eternal tobacco rasp going on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. I know a thing or two about that. Yeah. 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 Do you smoke? Who? Did you smoke? Do you smoke? You smoke, don't you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm cool, man. He's one of those hip kids. Very hip guy. Oh, speaking of which, I found a nice, uh, it's it's a nice uh, pairing clip to go with all of the very cool, very Lego, uh, Lego, very Lego ISOs that, we, uh, Lego? that we've come across. Very terror, very crypt. <laughs> wow. Isn't that fun? <laughs> I like that. Uh, very terror. So unhealthy, but so hot. <laughs> <laughs> Those two oddly go together very well. It's a good collection. It's a yes. themed collection. It's a very nice marriage made somewhere. <laughs> yeah, man. It's uh, <laughs> just got to keep your ear out. Whatever you're listening to, there's an ISO there somewhere. Always. Highly. Li- yeah. Uh, now, caller, what oh, do, what do you know about wands? Tell us more about your wands. Yes. What's your wand knowledge? Wand, like in a uh, magical, metaphysical sense, or whatever the first thing comes to mind. Would it perhaps help think of a, if you sat in my wand. lap <laughs> and tell me okay. more about the first wand that pops up? <laughs> That's caller <laughs> harassment, sir. <laughs> it has uh, white tips on it. Oh my goodness! Oh, this is not medical advice. <laughs> it's always a surprise because it's magic. So, it's, go ahead and go ahead, <laughs> go ahead and call the cops. See who conjures first. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> I just want Columbo to show up. <laughs> you know what I think? He could show up. He's like, you know what I think around here? Anyway, sorry. I'm just bad impression. Now, My bad. Me, he had his penis out, is what you're saying. His, uh, <laughs> the penis was out. <laughs> what? What? How is that possible? Oh, he was do- doing that disgusting <laughs> thing, you know, where they grab the bottom of the ball sack and they just pull it up as far as they can. And they're like, oh. What are you look, talking about? Look, That's I'm, not po- How could they do that? Look it's at not, this brain. It's, not even- oh, it's just no. disgusting. I just don't understand it. Why is the world like this? <laughs> if only there was a way that we could. I just I mass inject everybody and take them all out in one go. Oh. You know, the the airport x-rays didn't work, so we had to switch gears and we needed to try something else, you know. I don't know, man. Do you ever do you ever have encounters in color? I would appreciate your input on this as well. But do you ever encounter people in the wild and you're like, wow, you've had your DNA unzipped a few too many times? <laughs> I.e., you just you've, you've went too many times through the x-ray machines at the airport. And they've just started zipping you apart from the uh, 
from the molecular level up. That explains why. I've been so betrayed. I mean, <laughs> I've been so terribly betrayed. <laughs> Oh man! Please, Booster Grams. We have a caller. We got sorry, it. sorry, caller. Sorry, that, caller. That was the uh, that was the Jim uh, Jim Jones. We've been betrayed. We've been so terribly oh, betrayed. Oh, is that what that was? Yeah, yeah. Jim Jan, Jim Jones had an opinion on the matter, and and he, he interrupted you. Sorry, caller. I went and looked at the uh, uh, Zoso's corner, and uh, I feel I feel I should have looked at that before I boosted. Oh. Oh, that's all good. No, but it, I mean, you've got a lot of nice options there. I'm just saying. There's 22 to be exact. Yep. 22 options. And, uh, Is the Gematria stuff still in effect? Or? Yeah. Gematria oh, yeah, is dude. still up. Okay. This so, is just uh, additional. That's, a, that's an additional 148 different options, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Well, are you including all the all the options of the options too? The that would be so on the first round with all of the variants, it was about 148. Okay, so you are including all. Okay, sure. sounds yeah. good. Oh, variants that makes sense for the Anthony Fauci uh, or wait, sorry, Columbo. <laughs> Many variants. You know, one thing I look back fondly on from 2020 is the supercuts of everybody saying, I won't take this vaccine. There's no way in hell that you can get me to take this vaccine from this administration. Vaccine. Yeah. Nope. That's a, it's a highlight of that year. It takes me back. Nope. I, uh, I'm just talking to a lot of people that were saying that about, uh, just the whole bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I think never ends. Un- never ends, caller. I think no, I should just no. make my ringtone on my phone a supercut. So whenever <laughs> someone calls, they'll just have to sit there for a minute while this plays. I'm just out in public. <laughs> <laughs> I think what, the Boosted what, Camp what, is a perfect have, ringtone. What, what are you gonna have play? Supercuts from 2020 of like the uh, oh, po- politicians oh, 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 not oh, wanting oh, the oh, Trump yeah, vaccine, yeah. the the 33 <laughs> deaths, the God. There's so many of them. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, Make a lot of friends. I'm a friendly guy. I'm a fun guy. That group is oddly silent now. That whole group is oddly silent. They don't say a goddamn thing like in public anymore. It seems like in natural settings, in the unnatural settings, they're protesting and raising hell. But Mm. whatever. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This poor neighborhood's not going to burn itself down. Hurry up and get those forklifts of bricks over here, please. Yeah. Where are the bricks? They should have been here yesterday. <laughs> Come on, George. <laughs> Damn it, Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> this Starbucks is just fine. We gotta change that. Come on, boys. Uh before I do wanna 
uh read out uh who was it pfeiffer uh oh that was pfeiffer sent in uh 1170 that's what triggered the we've been so betrayed and then uh earlier we missed one it was in a millennial with 99.99 sats and he said agreed bts guidestones coverage was latitz and he also said this listen to behind the schemes if you want me dan Gehring, to slaughter a goat Mm. That's right. You can listen to uh, his show, uh, Millennial <laughs> Media Offensive. <laughs> media oh. Offensive. I almost said Millennial Millennial Offensive Media, which would be Mom. Offensive, but it's not mom. Offensive it's not Millennial Media. Millennial Metensil Offensive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, way Lavish, the way Lavish had it, it was like he was assaulting the uh, Millennial Media. Is that what I'm. Millennial Media Offensive, starring any millennial, Dan Gehring, and uh, Dehaugen. Dehaugen. John. I don't remember what his last name is. I, I know people better by their IRC handles. <laughs> yeah, Dehaugen. <laughs> and, uh, and Nam. He's Nam in the chat. N-A-M. <laughs> Even if you know the real name, it's better to know them by their IRC yeah. nicknames. IRC, it's programming, man. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, they do that oh, show. Okay, Ultra Diet. They do that show before uh, DH Unplugged on the No Agenda stream and over at their website, namillennial.com. You can also boost them. Uh, and they're also partially responsible for having uh, IRC cacophony, which is all the different sound effects. Uh, Nam had set it up so that every time you typed his name into the chat, it would fire off a Star Wars blaster. And when he told me he had done that, I was like, oh, shit, that's how we can do the multiple sounds. Uh, mm. And Servo had the same idea just before I had had it. And he had already had a game plan and everything ready to rock and roll. Nice. Well, what's the man? I was, I was chatting with the day. The- nice guy. Do you guys remember what episode you guys did the Georgia Guidestones on? Oh, that was last 109. week. Yeah, that was last week. Last yeah. week, second half. Oh, really? Well, yep. Oh, sorry, I had to go to bed there earlier. What? Yeah, yeah. I'm bad. I'm bad at relisting. <laughs> oh, it's all good. Oh, We're one of those late night shows. We accept it. Caller, time to go to I sleep. Like, you're you're my niche, so. <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah well i think uh i think caller unless you got anything else that you wanted to add we'll uh we'll let you go for tonight and either for uh sure. do another scream uh we might have enough time for another story mm, i'll have to check the clock and uh at least stay sticky and slimy oh dude yeah slimy 52s all night baby bro that's what we're talking about slimy mm-hmm. 52s Dirty. It's a blood fountain. That's great. That's great. Oh my god! He is eating her face! Oh! Oh my god! That is deliciously disgusting. Oh! <laughs> oh, you know what? Not personally, no. You there? No. <laughs> oh. Okay. You, um... <laughs> do you know what... Helen Keller said to the gimp. <laughs> Not much. 
Hold on. <laughs> Caller. I might have an answer for you. It probably sounded something like this. Mm. It's a true to life, Helen Keller. Kindred, kindred souls. <laughs> Locked one and one. God. One and one, if you will. And you know what happened when Helen Keller fell down the well? Not much. She screamed till her hands turned blue. <laughs> well. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my goodness. Well, if, if uh, there's one way I don't want to go, I don't want to have my face eaten off before I go. Oh, yeah. You got to avoid the dudes on bath salts, man. Uh, that's, uh, a, that's a real problem, some parts. Uh, I just can't, though. <laughs> I love bath salts. I need them. I take so many baths. And then, of course, I love to get high. Yeah, and so. then, then your buddy rolls up. <laughs> Where do you need the PCP? <laughs> I got, I got, I got all kinds of drugs and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Use at your own risk. Filthy bird. Oh my goodness. Well, well, thank you, caller. Thanks for calling in, caller, and thanks to all the callers for calling in. Yes. And thanks for those who boosted Nam Millennial Media Offensive. Pfeiffer. Pfeiffer. Yes. yes. Reverend Doctor Reverend. The good Reverend Dr. Pfeiffer. Episode 99, he joined us to talk to all things Jack Parsons. Yes, he did. And uh, I really liked that uh, intermission because it had a direct quote from Parsons where he did some very satanic poetry. Very nice. Oh, yeah. I do remember that. And I may have played it once more on the intermission rewind 108. It was, uh, I like it. It's good. Yeah, I ended. Up, I was. Uh, I didn't get to listen to through the whole thing, but I was going through and marking chapters. That was fun. A lot of stuff I'd forgotten about. Uh, just oh yeah, the short amount of time that we've been doing them proper, doing yes. the missions like that. At least there's a lot of material there. I would say there's 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 plenty. At least over a hundred hours of like straight up music. <laughs> if we did all of the intermissions, not the ones that you gave me, but if we had all of them. I don't think maybe be, not a hundred. Yeah. Maybe maybe more like nah, that's not true because we didn't really start doing them heavily until the ones that you gave me. It's more like not at all a hundred. It would be more like four. <laughs> four hours. My bad. Still, I mean, four. That's a decent amount of time. I don't know where I got a hundred from. Uh, I really think that we've done more than we have. That's true. They're only ten minutes. I'm going to play this for you. It's been a while. I got God on my side. Don't I, people? Absolutely. I sure do. You ready for some uh, intermission action? Surely am. This one's fun. I got a whole lot of good stuff for you. Prepare to laugh. It'll be so good. I will prepare. I will prepare. 
Sorry, I was too distracted thinking about what I was going to do after I kick your butt. Yeah, yeah, all right. Gary, it said if the fire on its tail goes out, it'll die. I mean, that's just a cruel act of God. God. You've never had a Pokemon faint before? Yeah, yeah, but it specified it would die. I'll just take it to a Pokemon Center. I don't think a Pokemon Center is going to fix that, Gary. Is this really worth the risk? All I'm hearing is you're too scared to fight. Honestly, yeah, I'm like 10. I don't want that in my conscience. Look, can I at least switch my Pokemon? Of all the Pokemon I have, this is probably the most danger prone. Oh, so now you want to cheat, huh? Make your move, Ash. No, this feels wrong. Do it wrong. already. Just no. do it. No, no, Do Gary. it. Attack I'm already. Like, do it. You aren't this? you even just a little bit curious? What? I said, aren't you even just a little bit curious, Ash? What it looks like when a Pokemon dies? Gary? You see the life leave its eyes. Uh, uh, you see God right, Gary. as weak as mad. Gary, you're starting to worry me. curious what that feel like, Ash? What are you talking about? I want you to do it, Ash. What? Attack it Gary. now, Ash. No. I want to feel oh powerful. No, I want to feel like a god. Gary, do it. it. Do it. <laughs> Kill. Stop. Kill. Maybe he's right. Maybe there is something the matter with me. I just don't believe that something that makes such wonderful things could be bad. Look at this stuff. Isn't it neat? Wouldn't you think my collection's complete? Wouldn't you think I'm a girl? A girl who has everything. Look at my face, check out my chest, 
Wouldn't you say clamshell bras are the best? Looking around me, you'd think, sure, I could tap that. But as you know, I'm a merfolk, and so I'm a fish down below. You want great human looks? I've got half. But who cares? No big deal. I want more. I want to be like the people are. Not with scales, but with real genitalia. Rolling around between the, what do you call them? Oh, sheets. Flipping my fins, I can't get too far. Cunts are required for nearly everything. Selling myself on the, what's that word again? Street. Up where they bend, up where they bone, up where they stay up at night all alone. I've never come, wish I could have a vagina. What would I give if I could live with a vibrator? What would I pay to spend a day warm with a cock? Bet you on land they'd understand that they don't fuck over their daughters. Wet young women, sick of nothing, ready to lay. I'm ready to do what the people do. What's your position, and what's your name, and what's gonorrhea, and why does it, what's the word, burn? When's it my turn? Wouldn't I love, love to fuck like they do above us? Not celibate. Wish I... Goofy and Pluto were conjoined twins born in the bathroom in the Disneyland Hospital. Eventually, they were separated. But Pluto never learned how to walk or talk upright. Goofy was goofy. Only one knew about this, that rat.
remove the World Trade Center from the New York City skyline. humanity. That is actually what we're talking about, ladies and gentlemen. We now return to Behind the Schemes. Starring Booberry, Berry, 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 and Lavish, 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 Welcome back to second, second half of the show for episode 110 of Behind the Schemes. Oh, the humanity. Mm. <laughs> you and me both, pal. You and Manity both, pal. Okay. 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 You got that fuck face? You got that fuck face? Listen here, fuck face. Listen here, fuck face. I don't know what planet you think you come from. I would assume planet fuck face. <laughs> I would assume from the galaxy of, oh, I don't know, fuck face. <laughs> <laughs> you know what that's you know what that's way 
way, 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 ass. way past. Way up your fucking ass. Uranus and... It's just way up there. It's way up there. You got to go way up there. Light speed. Yeah, way past all of these. Uranus and Mars and Venus and Jupiter and the sun and your moon is in... And Uranus. <laughs> and also Uranus. And Uranus. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Rock and roll. <laughs> That's what it's all about, people. Yes. And, That's uh, what it's all about, people. Uh, so this is the part typically where we like to take a break and thank all of the people that came out and helped produce this week's episode. But did uh, you already do that thing that you, that no, you said you were going to do? Dude, I'm waiting. Okay, just I'm just checking. I'm waiting. Just checking. Just checking. Lavish, yes. and, Lavish and I decided we'll uh, make it a little bit of a party for ourselves tonight. So we went and grabbed some liquor. Just a little bit. Just a wee little bit. Just a shot. Just just a tiny sip. Now, I am drinking the uh, Party Batch from John Party, a country musician. This bottle of whiskey was left on top of Denver Beach during a loadout uh, on the last day of a festival. And so I claimed it as Bounty Whiskey because if you set booze on top of our gear and you leave it, we'll make sure that it goes to a good home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is tradition. And what are you drinking? Uh, tonight I will be drinking a Cazadores, uh kind of, it's a, re- it's a Reposado, but it's kind of a Reserva, a Reserva, Cazadores Reposado tequila, mm. oh. <laughs> which I got for uh, my birthday. By the way, I want to take the opportunity to wish Sir Booberry, Mothman of the Miniocalypse, a very happy birthday. It was your birthday, I believe, a couple days ago. Uh, on Thursday, yeah. Yeah. So happy birthday to you, sir. Oh, thank and, you. And uh, I will I will cheers this shot to your good health. Oh, I appreciate it. And this was a this was a shot of whiskey. Party batch. You get whiskey. the whiskey. Yeah. yeah. Well, cheers to you, cheers to the green room, and cheers to the NA stream. Cheers also, yes, of course, to the green room. Tink. Mm. Very nice. <sighs> Smooth. Oh yeah, yeah. that's really good too. That's some good liquor. Liquor. <laughs> I will. Don't mind if I do. <laughs> I, that sounds great. And the shot glass that I was drinking out of comes from the Forty Second Street tour that I was on from 2015 to 2016. And I like the shot glass a lot because on one side it's got a picture of the United States as a map. Nice. In black, it shows all the states that we went to. Oh, a real tour shot glass. Mm -hmm. That's very cool. I think I have to stop washing it or maybe not put it in the dishwasher because it's starting to fade away. Yeah. Yeah. But on the other side, it actually features a mercury diamond, or excuse me, a mercury uh, (laughs) throwback. It features a mercury dime. Oh, oh, like. uh... Like uh, in the in the base of the shot or on the front? No, or? it's just uh, just an image of the Mercury Dime. Oh, okay. Yeah, like a little clip art image. I thought there was like a dime in the in the glass. No, I don't know if I would <laughs> want to drink them from a Mercury Dime glass. <laughs> hey, it'd be cool. It'd be fun. Uh, but yeah, I always I always really like that shot glass. It reminds me of a time when I felt super. Uh, 
in my prime. Hmm. Not that. Hmm. The years that came after that tour were a little shittier. And the shows were a little shittier. Uh, and I, I, I guess I kind of lost the luster of life to some degree mm. of like, you know, everything's bright and shiny and happy and everybody's going to be a great fucking team player. And we're all cheerleaders here together. And this is going to be fucking awesome. Um, kind of lost a little bit of that, but I mean, that's yeah. more like, I just, I didn't, I, I, I felt very at home and I feel very at home doing this show, this mm. show in this production and this weekly uh, gathering, <laughs> this quote-unquote anti-social social cult. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, That's what's on my shirt, anyway. It, it uh, I don't know, it kind of brings me back to that same place I was feeling in 2015, 2016, just really being, like, finding the stride, being in your element. And, yeah, uh, and, and being part of something that's, like, bigger than yourself, but you're, you're like, good at it, and you're... You're playing your part, and you're part of something, and it's fun. It's, yeah, it's and everybody's just kicking ass. Yeah, you know? totally. That's a really awesome thing about uh, the industry that you work in. And I used to work in it. As a matter of fact, it's funny you bring this up. I had a dream last night. Oh, do tell. That I was like involved. I, I, I had a dream that there were all these old friends of mine that had acted and had been in theater and also had been in tech and all that. And there was like a big uh, production going on in the park, like in an amphitheater. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't part of the production myself. I was in a very comfortable position where I was just there and I was just hanging out and catching up with old friends. And the whole dream was just like me sitting in the wing or sitting by the side and just like high-fiving my old buddies as they went along. <laughs> Being like, you're doing great. And um, I don't know. It's just a very pleasant dream. And it was kind of part of what you're talking about, which is just, it's, it's, a, it's a reminiscence. It's like there, there was mm. a time where you were doing all this stuff. There was a time where I was doing a lot of, a lot of productions myself, and, and you know how it is, especially in theater, specifically theater. You get into a production, and everybody gets to know everybody really well. Yeah. Because you just spend all this time together, you know, at least five hours, you know, every day. <laughs> <laughs> for for months in a very intimate setting <clears throat> it's cool and yeah yeah so it was like a groupie but but it was like yeah great seeing you again that was the whole vibe of the dream it was great seeing you it kind of gives me some uh two rubber band vibes if uh if you remember that reference uh hunter jackson was talking about a dream that he had before he had went back out to richmond for the first time and you know, 20 years. And he had this dream. He was wearing two rubber bands, and then he found himself out in Richmond wearing two rubber bands on his wrist to kind of help him just, you know, get through uh, difficult situations and whatnot. <clears throat> mm, I see. Uh, that, that was my first immediate thought. Maybe, uh, maybe you're going to find yourself backstage here. Well, there's, there's a lot of things in motion. And, you know... Uh, you, we still are doing to the to the to an extent what it is that you're talking about. I mean, you still are in that world. You've run a lot of festivals and things like that lately, mm. and uh, you just are in the position where you are 
you are the professional and you are the problem solver and there's more responsibility on your end. And I mean, that's how I would describe it as opposed to it being fresh. And, you know, like you said, this is where I want to be. This is where I'm excited to be involved in this. I've worked for this. And then there comes a time where you've worked in it and you've worked in it and you've worked in it and you've worked in it. And, uh, and it goes beyond, you know, school It goes into the professional world and it goes to the professional world. The professional world's different than school, a lot different than school. And, uh, uh, well, to be completely fair, my school experience was a far cry different from what the actual, I mean, just first professional job period. Yeah, totally. It, it That's was, what I'm uh, saying. There's miles, there's a miles of, there's miles of difference. Excuse me. Sorry. Yeah. And especially yeah. to go from a theatrical, you know, only theater in college to uh, arena shows, which is more more rock and roll. You know, it's not necessarily it's not as, a play or something like that. Yeah. It's a it's a show that you load in and load out, and there's hard cues, and it's it's you know, big, it's big, and there's going to be a shitload of people there, and everything's got to work, and it just is. It's totally different. It's a totally different fucking thing. But there was uh, something else you reminded me of. One thing I always really enjoyed about the- uh, theater specifically is that no two productions are ever going to be the same experience, period, across the board. Mm-hmm. You know, all it takes is for one person to shift the vibe of the entire show, whether they be, you know, on stage, backstage, in a booth somewhere, in the office. And, uh, you know, it's a little, it's a little snapshot that, uh, you know, you could even bring people back, but it won't, it won't be the same, you know? Mm -hmm. So I always just, I always really dug that it's, uh, you know, it it does lead to friendships building up a lot faster, but what I came to realize after 2020 is that those relations that build really fast they also get snuffed out really fast (laughs) yes when the show is over it's gone and you're on to the next thing and yeah yeah it's very intense and hot and then it's gone yeah and whatever lingers on i mean every once in a while you get a buddy that that you keep or whatever that stays in contact with you that's kind and, of the I mean, fun aspect of it. You're always going around. I mean, you're always and, and there's always you know there's always your guys. You find the people that like, you know, me being an electrician. Like I know who my head electrician is, and I know who yes. I would call. Uh, Grant, I only got to do it the one time, probably the only time. We'll see. You get your team together. Uh, but yeah, you know, I uh, the guy that there's I nobody brought does on, it alone. Um, you know, for this last tour, uh, the guy that was. My assistant, you know, he's 15, 20 years older than I am. We did this 2015, 2016 tour together, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Yeah. Shall we thank some people? Sure. Yeah. Let's thank some, let's thank some people. Uh, this is a value for value production, which means we don't have ads. We don't have any commercials of any kind. And uh, we rely solely on the support of producers uh, and freaks of hazards who tune in and listen to our show and give us their time and their talent and every once in a while their treasure. And we really appreciate that because it helps us out with whatever we're doing with the show. 
And we had one monetary donation come in. It was a monthly PayPal donation from KS, and the donation was for $5. And it came in today on a show day. Nice. Thank you, KS. Yes, we appreciate that. Monthly donations are always appreciated. Thank you very much. And then, uh, of course, Servo, uh, he was... He was helping me become a real hacker chat earlier today, and I don't want to give away any secrets, but I felt like a total pro. (laughs) But um, he also went and did this other super amazing thing. You're going to have to start keeping your eyes peeled in our show notes for when we'll announce nights uh, or dates more specifically for official BTS movie nights. Mm -hmm. It's something that we've been talking about for a long time. And Servo, thank you so much for uh, making getting us one major step closer to it. The BTS T3K. Yes. Or the BTS 3K. Whichever one. Theater Theater 3K is probably more appropriate. Or B- BTS T33K. I don't know. Something like that. 33K. Yeah, something like that. We'll have movie nights. And on more than just movie nights, I mean, we, can, we can do all kinds of things with it. Oh, yeah. Pretty wide open. No doubt. We're so, going to watch uh, uh, Most Extreme Challenge or Most Extreme Elimination. You know that show? Mm-mm. See? The, <laughs> yep. All right. We'll, we'll get on that. we got a whole list. Big list. Uh, but we do have a link uh, provided in the show notes. Go ahead. Check it out. You probably might have to allow permissions, it turns out, if you're using Brave. It thinks that it's vicious malware for whatever reason. Yes. Yes. That happened to me. But uh, you can allow it. It's all right. And uh, right now, it's a uh, it's six episodes of Sassy the Sasquatch, which I sat down and and watched all Courtesy of it. Of Servo, and, uh, <laughs> they're <laughs> thoroughly, awesome. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Oh, look at this little mite. <laughs> How you doing, little boy? Good to see you. Thank you, Servo. You the man. Um. So yeah, and it's like a. You know, there's one central video that everybody's watching. There's a chat room. Uh, we'll probably end up having a clean feed line open. Um, so it's just things that we'll have to experiment with. Mm. <laughs> we like to experiment here. It's a work in progress, or as they say, a whip. <laughs> That's you a whip. with that whip, Booberry? There you go. You, no, thank you, me, you want me to wind it up a little? Yeah, yeah. Give me another one. Uh, Spun it around a little there for you. Working. <laughs> <laughs> Helicoptered it. Yeah. Work in progress. Oh, oh my goodness. Boy, you oh, are the angel God. of death. Um, And then last was, uh, oh my goodness, Make Heroism and Mary Kate Ultra. Uh, turns out that they can set up cells on Threadless. So if you go over to behindtheschemes.threadless.com, Schemes are spelled S-C-H-E-M-E-S dot threadless dot com. Uh, there's a lot of shirts that are on sale right now. Very yeah. illegal. Yeah, they are just, oh, they, they are, they're flooding the market, people. You got to get in that. You got to get on that action. There's, there's a sale going, you know, you got to, you got to get these, these shirts cheap. Some are 10%, some are 33%. Mm. Uh, percent off, I should say, and they only added, mystical numbers, they no less. A new one. I ate. This is an all texture that says, "I ate the bugs, then I slept in the pod, and now all I own is this lousy T-shirt." 
And that makes us happy. Yeah. Yes. They've got many different designs. They have a dare design. Oh, that one hasn't been. Uh, I mean, it's not on sale. I'm not. I'm not listing the ones that are on sale. I should probably just talk about the ones on sale. Well, but aside from the ones on I sale, I was going to say they also have sent us uh, mock-ups for some unreleased designs. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm blowing the lid on these things. My bad. I just got excited. They got. They got so many great designs going. But yes, there is some really amazing, amazing stuff that they've thrown together for us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Big time. Some of them I was like, man, this looks like hella legit. <laughs> like, this looks fucking pro legit. It just gets better and better. Uh I I can't I guess I can't spill the beans on what these uh designs are. People just have to see them. But Well, I mean, you know, I'm I can't imagine that uh a sneak peek of one of them would be all that egregious. I don't think so either let me uh find some here real quick we'll drop them in the chat if you're into that sort of thing you can find us in the chat uh the easiest way to get into the chat of course is by going to our website behind the or badradio.live and uh, you can just click on the kiwi link there you get into the chat you don't need anything you don't even need a password and you can get in there and uh if you have any questions people will be there to help you because we we hang out there. It's just it's a cool you know it's something we do. Uh man, these shirts are fucking cool. I just I uh, I just sent the uh, dare link <laughs> into oh, the chat. So good, <laughs> so good. Yes, 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 yes. There's I, like an MTV one. There's a Back to the Future. <laughs> it's so good. It's brilliant. Anyway, not to. I, I just thank you so much. Thank you so much, Make Heroism and Mary Kid Ultra, for doing this for us. It is so kind of you, charitable of you. We really appreciate it. Oh my goodness! <laughs> and we're gonna we're gonna wear this. I'm gonna wear this. <laughs> wear all this shit. Man, I wore it's awesome. I wore a BTS shirt out to Harry Potter trivia last week. Uh, the announcer, the announcer of the games, was like, "Wow, what's on your shirt?" I was like, well, let me tell you. Let me tell you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, If we do this uh, horror thing, uh, the the horror convention, we'll have to wear them. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That was a given. No no doubt. No doubt. You should have the patches put on the back of your jacket, whatever you're wearing. Just should say at least BTS on the back. I'm... I would feel, well, I do have a plan for that, but I don't have enough money. Because if there was one time ever in my life where I was going to ask somebody to build a custom denim jacket for me, which I know somebody, and I've seen the ones that they've done, and oh my goodness. uh, It's actually... Would you have LEDs put in, though? No, no, nothing like that. No, no, no. Uh... Because you got to think about like the batteries and then fucking getting it charged and like, oh, what if it gets wet and then you fucking break in solder joints and you got to fucking get your iron in there. It's just a pain in the ass. Yeah. I've been inside inside the the costumes with the fucking LEDs. Mr. Mistopheles fucking jacket from Cats. It had LEDs that were all pixel mapped on his fucking jacket. Like, Mm -hmm. ugh. No deal. Um, But, uh, 
she uh she, she makes these um, denim jackets in the style of leather motorcycle jackets, the ones with the, um, the sort of angled lapel, mm-hmm. the classic black leather jackets. She does a denim version of that. And then uh, the keeper actually found somebody that paints jackets with custom designs. So I was Ooh. going to then take the jacket and have have this artist paint on. Uh, it's undetermined, but... It would probably be the um, Atomic Lady gal. The like mm-hmm. actual RSS feed art. Which is, at this point, the most, uh, I don't know how you'd put it, but it's like the, the most ubiquitous piece of art that's part of our thing. Like if you go to any pod, like if you go to Amazon or whatever, Apple or or Spotify, that is the image that you'll see is that lady, the Atomic Lady. A lot of the time. Mm, no doubt. No doubt. Uh, we had a couple of other boostograms come through. We should touch double on those. Double custom jacket, by the way. Sorry, <laughs> I didn't mean to interrupt you again. I just wanted to put It's a double custom. You get the jacket design, and then you get it custom painted. That's... The actual painting of it wasn't too terribly expensive. Uh, uh, but the jacket, it would, it would be up there. Because it would be a lot of, you know, man hours. Person hours. It would be a lot of person hours. Sure. Um, and well worth it. People aren't for, cheap. For stuff like that, absolutely. It's just a matter of, we got to find the <laughs> money somewhere for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I would do it in a gray denim, like a distressed, kind of weathered gray denim, or acid wash. Acid mm. wash white. You have to flip a coin on that one. Then. Yeah, it would be tough. It would be tough. I think the gray would be cool, though. Yeah, the gray would be cool. That would be my option. That would be my vote. But and it's gonna it's gonna match with any of the fucking black pants or blue denim pants that I got too. So yeah, it's just it's it's almost formal. You know, it's almost like it's great. It, it works with all occasions and all pants. But I, I think Servo's got the best idea with the lysergic acid wash. Hmm. Well, that's in the, that's number one in the running now. Wasn't there a guy one time he tried to smuggle LSD through an airport and he did it by soaking his t-shirt in acid, but then he got all freaked out as he was going through security and he started to sweat, which caused the LSD to leach into his skin. And he ended up having a heart attack there at the airport because he oh overdosed. My God. Yeah. No, I have not heard this story at all. This is insane. What a roller coaster. And what a waste of acid. Yeah. To soak uh, a whole shirt. I mean, I hate to I hate to be that guy, but that's a waste. I mean, that's terrible. I mean, and I'm sorry that that guy died. He shouldn't have done that. That was dumb. Why would you do that? Never go through the airport with drugs with the drugs on your person. If you're going to try and get drugs to the airport, and this is not medical advice, this is in Minecraft, in Minecraft, don't have it on your person. Check it in. Check it in. When you can use whatever prerequisite, you know, whatever makes you feel better about the fact that you're sneaking drugs through, don't do it uh, unless it's <clears throat> checked in. And, and, and find a clever way to do that. And also, by the way, tinfoil blocks x-ray. So, <clears throat> anyway. That's, that's, don't, don't do it. Don't do it, folks. <laughs> Stupid. Dumb. And a shirt, too. Who the fuck would want to do that acid anyway? 
You don't want to do the drug. You don't want to put the drugs up your butt because you're going to be on this plane. Right. It's going to bug you. Unless you try to pull it out in the uh, in the bathroom, in the lavatory. I don't know, man. I don't know. Hey, uh, to your discretion. Now, granted, I did see that on an episode of A Thousand Ways to Die, so <laughs> take, it, take it as you will. <laughs> oh, it's A Thousand Ways to Die. Okay, okay. I mean, semi-legit, right? Spike TV. Surely they vet their sources. I would hope so. Uh, but we had a couple of other boosts uh, come through. Uh, the first one was Happy Birthday from NetNed. And he sent in 10,000 sets. He said, Happy Birthday Boost. Pro-level Booberry. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. Very professional. You know, those people are crazy. Booberry and all these... You know, these these guys go nuts with their with their live shows. And then thirty three thirty three from Bully Steed using the Fountain app. She said, uh, "Belated birthday wishes, Boo, with a magic circle and a star." Mm. Well, thank you very much, y'all. Uh, my parents got me a uh, a little handheld field recorder, so I'm gonna take it out this week and or weekend, test it out some. I'm gonna start carrying around for daily use. Make it part of my mm. kit. Just another addition to the boobs on the ground report. Oh yeah, man. That we all deserve. I don't know if you if you've if you've noticed or not, but when I find something I like, I hit it hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I want to go whole hog. But you do great on field, uh, like interviews. Like you you you've you've got the interview bug, and uh, it's a uh, you know they're they're quite enjoyable. I, I, I should start doing something similar, but I don't really go to the same. I mean, you, you do it. You know, you're always there. That's your job. But yeah, shout out to Bomberberry. Well, Bomberberry's the, the great. The, the greatest. You know, the first one that I did was for the bowlers, and I drove to the hemp farm. Um, and that was fucking hilarious. Yeah. The, the hemp farm interview <laughs> is so funny. <laughs> but this last one that you did. That uh, you didn't get to squeeze into the uh, episode, the one with Midnight Mike, but you mm. interviewed that band, and, and that was good, too. Paralandra, yep. You can dash around wherever you are and, and whip out this little recorder and get a little something. It's, you know what I mean? <laughs> I already had a pretty healthy buzz going, <laughs> so I didn't necessarily mind waiting 35 minutes for them to hop out of the van. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst part about trying to get an interview is it's not, you don't just walk right up to them and get it when you want it. Yeah. You always got to fucking go through some hoops. Well, I'm thinking um, it would be cool to try and get out and see more local shows and try and pull off more stuff like that. That's my mm -hmm. intention. I just, I need to figure out a way to start including it into the workflow, checking out local calendars for bars and clubs and whatnot. You know what I was thinking about starting doing is I was I was thinking about maybe getting like a fake laminated thing and showing up and being like in a nice maybe not like a suit and tie but maybe like a polo shirt. Oh wow! And having a laminated thing and Actually, having and maybe getting a haircut and just being like I'm with the I'm with the press. You and, should get the BTS NPR T-shirt. 
as Apollo. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, uh. I can yeah. do that with like the little, you know, they make the little crest ones, or it's it's the mini mini image. I I could I could wear. I mean, I might have it underneath, but I would really try to be very. We were talking about this earlier. We were talking about the 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 cunning. Mm. We're going with the cunning straight where they they're like, "Who are you with?" Just like Servo, "Who are you with?" And you go, "Oh, I'm with, uh, you know, Technology Magazine. I'm with Bay Area Gazette or whatever. I'm with Substack. I wake, I make a, yeah, I'm with Substack Incorporated, Substack Media, Substack Media. That'd be a perfectly legit name. And you've got your fake laminate. I'm with Substack Media. This is my name. And you just act like you're with some uh, small." media outlet and you walk right in and you can do that with all kinds of i mean i'm not you can't do that with the rolling stones concert but you can do that with all kinds of if we were into athletics i could certainly do that with minor league <laughs> athletics teams but with small shows and with shit like that dude come on easy <laughs> try it with somebody's mom <laughs> i don't know what i mean hey moms love polo shirts i'm not saying they don't but you know, you show up at this gig, and there's people that are that are uh, cutting off other people's heads and whatnot. You show up at a, say you show up at a Guar concert, and you're wearing a polo shirt. They're going to think that you're a professional. Mm-hmm. They're not going to think that you're there because you like Guar or whatever. You you know, I'm here because it's my job. And you look miserable, and you got your laminate, and you got your clipboard or whatever the fuck. I'll either I'll either do that or like a tight little black tube dress that you wear to the club i think either one people be like are you sure you're 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 meaning to be here well with the dress they can't say no to anything you do that's (laughs) that would be uh bigoted of them it would be i am a proud woman who is trying to write about your show and trying to give you publicity say you're with a queer magazine that would actually be an even better idea say i show up in a dress and I say, I'm with Queer Music Magazine. Nobody can fucking say no to me. <laughs> Nobody. Even if I am faking it, I showed up in a fucking dress. Who's going to stop me? <laughs> <laughs> no one man should have all this power. And then I bring a little, and then I change. I could change or I could not. Whatever. You know. I give my shit, and I have a great time. Take some pictures. (laughs) Invincible. I mean, I think the only other way that you could become even more unstoppable is uh, some sort of safety vest, hard hat, clipboard, safety glasses. Bulletproof vest. A radio. A bubble. I'm a bubble boy. Radios are really good. Radios Radios are very important for your safety. Mm Mm-hmm. The most important. But they also have that allure of, I look like I should be here. Yeah, 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 exactly. A pencil. No, not a pencil. A pen. Yeah. Have a pen. Have some, uh, have some, you know, work boots that are like kind of worn in a bit. Yeah, you don't want to, you don't want to end up like those, uh, those fed boys with brand new $400 boots that have never been worn. You want, uh, you know, some fucking Tims that have been through like five solid years of hard work. You're you're trying to glean access, not glow in the fucking dark backstage. Okay. Exactly. You're trying to fit in 
with the people that are working there. You're not trying to be the manager. You gotta get in there. Uh, shave your head. If you have a beard, shave your beard so that you can grow it back and no one will remember you. Right, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then the black dress. <laughs> <laughs> so it's hard hat, safety vest, work boots, shave your, shave your head, shave your beard, clipboard, pen, and a tight black dress. Yep. Well, unstoppable. Well, Unfucking stoppable. Rip, rip, rip. And then you go snip, snip, snip. And then you whip it <laughs> a zip, zip, zip. Split it up to the hip, hip, hip. <laughs> and when you slip, slip, slip. Uh, <laughs> there's a Rocky Horror sequel called Shock Treatment. There's a song in that in that musical called uh, Little Black Dress. Mmm. Oh. As made famous by Audrey Hepburn in the film Breakfast at uh, Tiffany's. Or what was it? Uh, Breakfast S- at Tiffany's. Or Sabrina. Breakfast at it was Breakfast at Tiffany's. Mm. That was the little black dress movie. Although she wore a couple of really nice dresses in her time, I can tell you. And some of them were probably black. Oh, Servo's got a correction. No, no. Keep the beard. Shave it after. That's right. I guess. Uh, so I shave my head, so I'm totally bald. Mm hmm. And then I keep the beard, and then I dye the beard blue, say. I dye, dye, you know, classical, classic leftist libtard blue. So I've got a blue beard. In fact, you can fucking call me Bluebeard. I'll go to the fucking show and I'll say, Hi, I'm John Bluebeard. Or no, I'm sorry. I'm Jessica Bluebeard. Uh, <laughs> nice to meet you. I'm Jessica Bluebeard, and I work for... Uh, Queer Tunes Gazette. No, no, Gazette's too old school. Uh, Queer Queer Tunes Media. No, wait. Hmm. Queer Select. I work for Queer Select Magazine. And we go around, and that's it. That's it. I'm in. In like Flynn. You know, I could almost see somebody of your stature in the way that you carry yourself and present yourself and just how dedicated you are to the solution. I could really see you in the future as a, I don't know, deputy assistant secretary of spent fuel and waste des- uh, disposition in the office of nuclear energy for the department of energy. I could see you doing that. I was thinking the same thing myself earlier. <laughs> Where do you see yourself in six years here? As the deputy secretary of the nuclear department of the global oil energy department of the nuclear energy world. That's where I see myself. Thank you. Oh the new Biden God. Department of Energy hire. Here we go. Thank you. Well, this is much. this is old news. This is from February. I was God. just I just had to link the quote <laughs> to make sure I got the position right. I don't want to fuck it up. <sighs> I almost want to do a dossier on this fella, or I'm sorry, this lady, but I don't know. Terry Schilling, president of American Principles Project, a conservative lobby group, calls Brenton a, quote, complete sexual degenerate, unquote. (laughs) Been there. (laughs) Well, you know, are you living life if you aren't? Oh, great. Oh, man. We, uh, what should we do? We should play a voicemail. Okay. Before we play a voicemail, though. 
because I had so much fun bringing it back last week. We told you who was behind the schemes, but you'll never know who's behind the screens. Call our creep phone now and leave a screen mail. We'll play it on the show. 612-263-6-612-263-SXXY. I always like the way Spencer was like, 612263. <laughs> I like the way he says, 7999. 7999. Uh, man, are the phone lines still open? We can, how about we play this voicemail and then I'll kick him back on and we can get into my man, Myth and Magic. Okay, sounds good. Sounds good. Hey. 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 If you don't, don't start. But if you do, enjoy the hell out of some synthetic <clears throat> nicotine. <clears throat> but uh, you can get some of those uh, gas station 1,000 to 5,000 in some pretty fucking incredible flavors. Um, they're, they're synthetic, so they're allowed to still flavor it. And synthetic means it tastes a hell of a lot cleaner. The uh, the fog or smoke causing antibacterial, antiviral um, material they put in deodorant. They put in multiple food products, the propylene glycol. Anyway, but if you're uh, inhaling it and breathing, it's a nice clean mouth feel. So you don't have to worry about you know like after you take a couple. Of drags off a good cigarette, and you're like, oh, I need to go brush my teeth. No, these are almost like breathing, uh, clean, uh, brushing. Not, not, not really, not medical advice, but uh, actually, yeah, like I said, if you don't, don't start. But if you do, enjoy it and use it to taper off uh, the more uh, dirty uh, message. Anyway, um, yeah, what is it? Spearmint, coolmint, other like delicious fucking flavors. Uh, 1,000 to 5,000, like semi metallic boxes at a lot of gas stations. I'm not going to say the brand name because they don't pay me. <laughs> anyway, Very true. Based. Scream! Scream! God damn it, I'm losing my breath again. I should probably... Uh, that was a good one. I like that one. Oh, yes. The old vape train. I, I've tried the vaping. I've tried the vaping several times uh, mm-hmm. over my career. Me as well. Me as well. The, the THC vaping, not the nicotine vaping. You know, the number one issue that I always had was bumping the button on, and then it would just cook inside of my pocket. Uh mm. Cracking the tubes or the canisters and, and during load-ins and load-outs always sucked. And then you got a pocket full of fucking <laughs> glass or plastic and, and nicotine fluid. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> but, it doesn't uh, have the coolness factor of, uh, of the other, of, of going, you know, the old-fashioned way with either cigarettes or weed. Just doesn't have that. Now, there has been some really tasty flavors out there. Uh... It's just, I don't know. Yeah. 
I always lose them too, more often than not. That as well. There's more. There's more like parts to to the whole thing. I remember uh, it was one of the first times I tried it out, and this is when I was working with Disney on Ice, and I had timed everything out to you know like where I was in my cigarette break. <laughs> it's a thing. So all of my cues were timed out to these cigarettes. And, uh, you know, I switched, I'd done it just long enough to like really get the routine down. And then I switched over to a vape pen and I was sitting on the dock one day and we're still in act one, haven't even hit intermission or so I thought. And then Bert, the Hungarian skater in his clownfish costume comes outside and, uh, (laughs) you know, he's getting ready to smoke a cigarette. And I was like, Oh, Bert, what's up, man? I. Never catch you during this part of the show. Oh, fuck. I'm just bolting doors because I realized that Bert was outside because we were at intermission. Mm-hmm. And uh, ended up like flying and j- jump flew past my head electrician and stage manager who was sitting on top of or sitting on some stairs that I had jumped all of them, ran over. And you were supposed to flip these three bre- or two, uh, I'm sorry, three breakers on. I mean, it would uh, turn on the fans, it would inflate these giant inflatable flowers that lived inside of the headers uh, that framed the ice all the way around the stage. And you were supposed to turn them on in sections so it looked like the vines were growing. But mm-hmm. I just said, mm-hmm. fuck it, because I was so late, just threw them all on. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Making up for lost time, of course. Yeah. Everybody saw. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. sometimes... And That's I, the beauty I, of live theater, as we've said before. I say everybody saw because I, I was actually home in Greensboro. Uh, that's where I was living at the time, sort of-ish. Or I, where I was from at that point. And I went to go see a friend of mine at IHOP afterwards. And he had mentioned that he had had some people from the Disney on Ice show in earlier that night. And funny enough, the one thing that they complained about, there was these flowers that just felt like they turned on and there's a really weird part during the show. We didn't get it. <laughs> mm. Because Tinkerbell's supposed to do this big magic thing and they all sprout up after that. So I was probably like <laughs> eight bars late. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey. It is it what it is. But how many times did you do it successfully? How about that? Uh, all but that time. <laughs> well, there you go. You can't be on every night. That's true. Sometimes things happen, but you did it right a dozen other times at least. I tried, man. Yeah. You know? Uh, well, I think uh, I'll open up these phone lines one last time. I do apologize to our caller who called in during intermission. <laughs> uh, we don't often do the open phone lines so sometimes i forget to turn certain things off yeah that's true we we really don't often do the uh, open phone lines as a matter of fact i don't really think many shows in these parts in the no agenda sphere do the open phone lines during the show nick uh, the rat does it and uh, hog story hog story will do it yeah. but other than that doesn't it it's not a very common thing nope in that regards, um, looking at the list for Volume 10 of Man, Myth, and Magic, there was a couple that struck my fancy. We'll see if maybe we can hit one of these. 
What what's the range of uh, letters alphabetically? H to I, Hercules to immortality. Excellent. I was thinking Hermetica, uh, perhaps hexagram, maybe history, or perhaps homunculus. Uh, mm. There's Illuminati or okay. Emotep. I like homunculus and I like Emotep. And I like, was it hexagram or mm-hmm. hex, hexagram? I like that one. If anyone has the, in the chat has any uh, recommendations, uh, feel free to spell it out. Might influence the thought here. But those three are my favorite that stood out. Hmm. Kind of leaning towards the homunculus. Homunculus? Yes. Let's let the folks at home know who homunculus was. Well, it's not who homunculus was, but what? <laughs> what is a homunculus? Homunculus. Yeah, there's some, uh, I don't know if Not Safe for Life necessarily describes these videos, but I've, I've come across these just rather bizarre I don't maybe it's animation uh regardless it's these videos of people saying like oh look I've grown a homunculus and here's me raising it and it's it's really disturbing <laughs> there's not a lot that really gets me anymore that's is like this a regional term I've never I've never heard that use it in that way before it's uh okay so before I look any further into the descriptor I'll see how far I can get it's a it's not necessarily an offshoot of alchemy but it is a process in alchemy that you can practice where you essentially through inanimate material craft uh craft these objects into something that is animated like a tiny person like a tiny person or a tiny being i think would be more uh, apropos, maybe not a person, but yeah, a, a, a tiny humanoid, maybe even that's too specific, but just a, a miniature being. Yes, I would say. Yeah, and Sharky, you are you are right. Lust was pretty hot. <laughs> Lust was pretty hot. Uh, so, getting into the description from Man Myth and Magic, the man-made man of ancient and medieval alchemy, the homunculus, is the forerunner of the test tube baby of modern scientific experiment and speculation. Ooh, I like that. The I like fir- that a lot. The first recorded dream of an artificial man appears in the work of alchemical writer Zosimus, an Alexandrian Greek of the 3rd or 4th century AD, who describes a vision he had of the transmutation of metals in which a homunculus changed successfully from copper to silver and then to gold, the process being helped by burning the blood and bones of a dragon. At about the same time, a Christian writer accused the arch-heretic and sorcerer, Simon Magus, of making an artificial, artificial man... Magus? Sorry. Simon Magus. Magus. Magus? Yeah. We'll go with Magus. Uh, they accused him of making an artificial man with an instrument resembling a cupping glass. Here again, the homunculus passed through several stages, the spirit taken from the body of a dead boy being changed successfully into air, water, blood, and finally flesh. Simon also had the power of changing the homunculus back to air. 
It is possible that the uh, medieval alchemists knew something of these ancient traditions. One of the first to have the manufacturer of a homunculus attributed to him was Arnold of Villanova, a famous alchemist. His years uh, were 1238 to 1313. Very spooky. Of course. Very satany, occulty. Yeah. All of the above. He was a famous alchemist, uh, astrologer, and court physician in his own day. If Arnold really did make any experiments in this direction, they may have been linked with his long search for a medicine which would rejuvenate man in body and soul. And with his belief that the aim of alchemy was to transform the natural elements into something more spiritual and more divine. The most detailed instructions for the manufacture of a homunculus are to be found in the writings of Paracelsus. Uh, 1493 to uh, 1541, a lifelong student of magic and the supernatural, whose researches uh, led him into anthropology, medicine, and alchemy. In his recipe for a homunculus, Paracelsus uh, said that a man's semen must be put into a hermetically sealed retort, buried in horse manure for 40 days, and, quote, magnetized. Oh my god. During All of our articles had magnets in them. Spooky, man. I'll Ooh, tell you, how do, wow. how do magnets even work, man? Well, the aliens know. We don't. Now, uh, during this time, it begins to live and move while it's being buried in horse manure for 40 days. Okay. And at the end of the 40 days, it resembles a human form, but it is transparent and without a body. The homunculus must now be fed daily with the, quote, arcanum or hidden mystery, of human blood, and be maintained at the constant t- uh, temperature of a mare's womb for a period of 40 weeks, and it will grow into a human child with all of its limbs developed as normal as any child born of a woman, except that it will be much smaller. Well, I guess I was wrong about it being uh, not being humanoid. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, quote, it will... Uh, it may be raised and educated like any other child, uh, Paracelsus add, added, until it grows older and is able to look after itself. The secret to how to make the homunculus was known to the ancient philosophers or miracle men, some of whom were themselves said to have been begotten by the process. Oh my, how scandalous. Ooh, <laughs> they so themselves. we have the first episodes of transgenderism, perhaps? <laughs> Oh my. Oh my goodness. Uh, but this is, quote, one of the greatest secrets and will remain a secret until the end of days when everything will be made known. It is uh, <laughs> typical. It is typical fucking end of days. Fuck these guys, dude. Fuck these fucking guys, man. These fucking guys. End of days, whatever. Uh, it is likely that it was not the mere morbid curiosity which prompted these experiments of Paracelsus, as the semen and blood mentioned were regarded as carriers for the pneuma, or soul substance, and as a pneuma, yep, P, Mm. like a pneumonia, funny enough, Mm -hmm. um, and represented- that's a Tool album of some manner, as well. That sounds right. That sounds right. Sounds familiar, I, at least. I think I think I'm I think I'm right with that. Yeah, Numa. Yeah, that's a, that's the a tool album. Anyway, go ahead. It is likely that it was not mere morbid curiosity which pr- prompted these experiments of Paracelsus, as the semen and blood mentioned were regarded as carriers of the Numa or soul substance, 
and as such represented uh, the materia prima, or elemental matter, of which, in alchemical theory, all substances were ultimately composed. Mm. Uh, similar experiments were resulted by were reported by one of uh, Louis the Fourteenth's physicians. Holy shit! He, yeah, he, he the co- son of the sun god, yeah. the sun's son. Uh, this physician conjured a human form which emitted bloody rays of light from distilled blood. Uh, there was a physician wow. and metaphys- uh, mystical philosopher, Robert Flood, also distilled blood and claimed to have removed a human head complete with face, eyes, and nose, and hair from the retort after he heard a frightful noise coming from it. Uh, but probably... Flood's blood. Flood's blood, baby. <laughs> And let's see here. Uh, oh, this is interesting. So you have most definitely heard of a homunculus before. And Servo said it was a song, not an album. Numa. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Servo. Uh, a story which through various film versions have become known to a wide public is Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Uh, Frankenstein. Quote, an adolescence version of the eternal story of man's attempt to create human life. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, originally we kind of approached this with like, it is a Frankenstein, but a specific kind. Like we included it being small and it being built of certain materials, like you say, like a clay or like semen or blood or whatever. <laughs> uh, I like what Police Seed says, poo plus semen. <laughs> Which, if you think it's the real, it's the, that's the ultimate building blocks of life, is the refuse of life, and whatever semen is, which is like this, you know, this serum of life that exists that we produce, but we don't quite understand it. But it's like a seed, you know, it's it starts off so small and just like a tree, it, with nutrients and with time, it it grows from this very small small thing into something grand and complex and that's that is what life is and that's what magic is magic only tries to replicate that process but with the manipulation of the physical world let's see here um let's see uh so the homuncular frankenstein owed its immediate inspiration to a conversation between the poets of Lord Byron and Shelley about the experiments of Dr. Darwin, the grandfather of the author of The Origin of Species, mm-hmm. uh, who preserved a piece of uh, vermicelli. I am not sure what that is. V-E-R. Vermicelli? Vermicelli. Isn't that uh, like a fungus, or am I getting that wrong? That could be. It's, uh, it's, it's a pasta. Oh. Well, like spaghetti. He preserved a piece of vermicelli in a glass case until it began to move on its own accord. Perhaps, wrote Mary Shelley in the introduction to her story, a corpse would be reanimated. Perhaps the component parts of a creature might be manufactured, brought together, and endued with a vital warmth. The Count Frankenstein of the story, who uh, had developed his own interest in the natural science through reading Paracelsus and other alchemists. Hmm. Interesting. It is. In 1873, uh, Dr. Emil 
Bez, uh, uh, Beznancy, Beznancy, published an elaborate account of ten homunculi generated in bottles by a certain John Ferdinand, Count of Kufstein in Tyrol in 1775. <laughs> Kufstein. Okay. That's what I'm going to call San Francisco from now on. Kufstein, there you go. <laughs> uh, but he did it with the aid of an Italian mystic and Rosicrucian, the Abbe mm, Gelone. There you go. The old Rosicrucians, which, if we, we I mean, if we want to do the, the mystic school's ties, it's part of the main thread. The main thread that ex- that has existed since time immemorial. Now, uh, let's see here. Oh, uh, this account pur- uh, purported to be based on a collection of Masonic manuscripts and on the diary of the Count's butler. Whether stories of this sort were circulating in Europe at the time Mary Shelley wrote her story in Switzerland, and whether she also heard them cannot be known for certain, but it seems not unlikely. The, the homunculus belonged, by the beginning of the 19th century, to a double tradition. A literary one, partly based on folktales, and a pseudo-scientific one based on alchemy. In our own time, these two strands represented, uh, represented by science fiction and horror films, on the one hand, and the test tube fertilization and genetic experimentation on the other. The homunculus, it seems, has a feature even more interesting than its curious past. I cannot agree more with the, the I guess, the test tube babies and the, um, I mean, and I say that knowing they're uh, not good, good friends, but I, I trust them, and I know that they had to go through that process and it was very stressful and expensive and you know, mm-hmm. everything ended up working out marvelously for him. They got a really cool kid. Um, but you can't deny the fact that you are kind of like taking the semen and you're putting it into this little vessel, this little, uh, whether it be a Petri dish or a retort or something, uh, maybe, maybe less cow or horse manure. But, um, yeah, the horse manure thing is obviously where things get a little like queasy, but I think I see the metaphor in the in the manure, which was as I said, it's just like it's the most basic thing of all. It's the most rudimentary, disgusting, basic element of life that life refuses this this material, and and it's what eventually disintegrates and is eaten by bugs, and it becomes the soil, and you know. That's the angle I'm I'm thinking of this. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, the um I would say not to be gross. I know I say a lot of things for the shock factor alone, but I would say feces is probably the closest thing that humans would have to reproducing clay. Mhm. You know. Not that, <laughs> definitely not medical advice, people. <laughs> no. Don't DM me your statues, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's not alive. What happened? The clay is the oldest, one of the oldest, I mean, um, metaphors, I guess you would use to, to describe just the creation of anything. And 
it's such a basic element. Kind of the kind of the theme that one of the themes I got with what you just said was how basic life is, and you know everything in our universe is made up from, you know, a couple dozen elements in the periodic table. Yeah. And these these very simple systems create ultimately. I think that's what kind of chaos theory is all about. It's all about massive quantities of simple systems creating a complex system that can't be uh, predicted or anticipated even though the building blocks of those elements are all very very simple and very understandable and very you're able to measure them alchemy is the same way <laughs> and uh kind of this whole fucking test tube baby situation you know th- these guys think it's very formulaic you know you do this and you do that and you have a baby and i'm by no means opposed to that in any way like i get it you know some people they need the help all for it it's when you can get in there and start getting like the the dlc baby you know like the gattaca baby the gattaca baby exactly yeah sure that that gets me a little like well i don't know man well that's you have to assume that people who have the money for that type of thing are looking into it because the technology must exist at some level even if it's basic you know, if you're really rich, if you're a billionaire, and you know, you, you get that Aldous Huxley option. You have that, like, hey, I have certain congenital issues, you know, I may have heart problems or whatever. I want to eradicate that from my child. And that's a very benign thing to do. That's the step before the superhuman, super soldier step. But just, what if it... I want to remove that. But that, what if uh, it... What if you... What if for... You know, science aside, and let's assume that this is just the way the cards laid down. You go in and, you know, you ask to have this genetic trait removed. But for your children and your offspring, or maybe your grandkids, it comes back twice fold. Is it still as alluring? Obviously not, if you, if you know that that's the case. Problem as we've learned through this well, whole COVID I think, situation, I think anybody that said that give you the real information, you know, so you don't know. Realistically, anybody that came out on Twitter and said that that was the case, they'd be banned. So <laughs> I'm not I really mean, surprised that you hadn't heard of that yet. <laughs> you're saying that that what what you make a very good point. It's the Michael Crichton point, where you know, if you try to do this, if you try to make that step, and you try to alter genetics that there's going to be an unintended consequence that's going to be so much worse than if you just let it ride, right? That's mm-hmm. that's your point. And you're saying literally, you know, specifically, it's going to be two times as bad. If you have a heart problem and, and, and this one generation gets spared of it, then the next generation gets it even worse or something like that. You know, if you actually had access to that information, well, yeah, you you make that judgment call. But... People don't get to that level because the science, as we've learned, isn't trying to inform us of anything. <laughs> trying to sell us a product. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough to... With all the science fiction that's that's existed, like, for example, Brave New World, Aldous Huxley, you have a sense that, like, the technology... they have a They have a vested interest to inform you. That's part of the business model is informing you and letting you know what it is that you need to know. But that's not how the real world works. 
Usually the business model is tricking you or selling you something that doesn't isn't the product that they are telling you that it that it is. It's worse. It's not perfect. It's whatever. And they're they have an army of people that prop it up and make it look like it's much better, you know? Mm. It doesn't sound like you're very on board. Maybe this would change your mind. Never mind. That's really good. This thing works. Yeah. Everything I said was in Minecraft, and I didn't mean a single bit of it, and I'm a leftist yeah. scumbag, and you should fucking... This brought to you by Fender. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Right in my... Here we oh, go. yeah. So I've written a book about everything that I just said being wrong, and I want you to we'll go out there and buy it right now. Also, I've just been hired by MSNBC and, uh, and MIT, so thank you. <laughs> Be sure to follow me on my Instagram, where I post daily updates onto the, oh, whatever the fuck they call it, Instagram Reels. Yeah, check my Reels, bro. Check my reels. <laughs> uh, Servo just gave us an I Need Money Gamatria boost. Yes, that was the uh, Alex Jones I Need Money for 654. Saying, oh, I'm sorry, not Gamatria, just uh, Alex Jones. Or, I'm sorry. N- yeah, Alex Jones, not Jim Jones. Alex Jones. Uh, he said, uh, no note. And I can't think. Which is a, if you think about it, it's a. An oxymoron. No, it's a... What is it? A paradox. It's a paradox to say no note in your note. Because mm. there is a note. No notes. I need money. That's <laughs> in he's got no banknotes. He's got no... Oh. He's okay. got no... He's got no of that. He's got no cha-ching. I yeah. got you. Okay. There's a little extra for you. I was feeling generous. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. I don't, so generous. I don't think there's been a uh, a single random YouTube link that I've clicked on without having zero prior knowledge of that I've been more happy with than this uh, Here Comes the Money. That was such a happy find. Happy find. <laughs> I'm saving you forever. You're not going anywhere. You're going to be with me in a night. You like camp boosts? Do you want to see my basement? <laughs> Guess what? You're seeing it. Watch. We got one last uh, voicemail here. We should get the hay out of here. Very well. Let's do it. Ooh, what was I, dude? That kind of sounded like a cougar. Yes, I think it did. Oh, yeah, it did. Yeah, that man, I'm hairs are standing up on the back of my neck a little bit. I'm getting a little freaked out. I was watching oh, the keeper play cougar. some Red Dead Redemption Two, and those pesky cougars fucking running around slaughtering dude. the shit out of her. They will run you down. They will run you from. Oh. Oh, yeah, you see what I'm saying? Fucking. I mean, yeah. in Red Dead Redemption Two specifically, they will fucking murder your ass. There's they they don't give a fuck. Yeah. Uh, but uh, 
That was a, that was like a cougar call, or, or I was thinking even like a white. Uh, Como say what? <laughs> you know, one of these people that live in. Uh, no, I'm talking about uh, a W I G H T. Oh yes, a a a ghost, a fellow of the night, uh, one of the undead. Yes, <laughs> forsaken by God. It was it was a scream of the whites. <laughs> Oh, fuck. I, god damn it. I'm so glad that you brought this up. I, I actually had, huh, damn, we were about to be in a real pickle there, dude. Holy shit. Mm. Uh, our sponsors sent in a word and they wanted us to play this for them tonight. Behold the Lord came with many thousands of his holy ones to execute judgment upon all and to convict all the ungodly of all their ungodly deeds which they have done in an ungodly way. And of all the harsh things which ungodly sinners have spoken against him. So, I am... Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Time to watch TV, I suppose. <laughs> I am down on my hands and knees. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my goodness. Very you know, cool. Bob Dylan said it himself. You gotta serve somebody. Ooh, and I I think uh I think Bob Dylan's been at a crossroads. Absolutely. Dude, he is the fucking crossroads. That guy's in the dictionary definition of crossroads. Yep. He sold his soul a long time ago. Yep. And the devil still got him on leash. Master and commander. I'm going to find that clip for the post show. He literally admits that he's at the behest of our good friend. Mm, no doubt. Well, uh, we'll be back next week for episode... Oh, shit. This will be fun. Episode 111. 111. The Bumpski episode. Very cool. That's our first three in a row of anything episode number related. That's very true. That's very true. I like that. Very cool. Very cool. I like it. We'll be yes. we'll be live over at badradio.live at 730, 9.30, 10.30 Eastern. Also... Uh, thanks to the uh, the help of Sir Bemrose, live on the No Agenda stream as well. Mm. At about that same time. Indeed. Um, and do, I you, just, do you think we're going to get the three of wands? Ooh, we could red book it. Oh, I mean, we don't imagine. have a red book. Could you imagine? We don't have a red book. But I do, I have, do have a red book. I do have sticky notes. Oh, uh, that's true. We have a notebook. But uh, I do have the, the official red book. One 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 three ones. Oh my! Oh my! That would be that would be uh, that would be very incredibly, very incredibly legit. Very terror. Very oh, crypt. Oh my God! Servo's got it. It's a green book. Green book. We need a green book. Just like that's what the football coaches have. It's a green book. Oh and, my God! Uh, it all you comes know, together. If you find yourself listening to this show. In an Apple Podcast app, perhaps Spotify, Amazon, Google. If you're on one of those big four, you should treat yourself and go and check out the other half of the show that you're not able to see 
Mm-hmm. Because you're missing out on the transcripts. There's a little special secret there. There's the chapters. The chapters change with links to the notes that we discuss uh, from week to week with new show art every week. It always changes. And Every uh, week has unique, fresh, out-the-oven art. And you're missing it. It looks like a Don't. magazine. It looks like a magazine, it but, is, but it's, it's a podcast. It's like, what? what is going on? I've, I've said this before. It's the serial of the new millennium. Mm. And you, my friends, are missing out if you aren't getting that information. We, of course, also have a fantastic notes page at zososcorner.substack.com. And if you aren't going there and you aren't seeing our show notes, well, not only are you not seeing all the things that we reference and the things that we talk about during the show... But you're also missing a massive visual element of what it is that we're trying to do here. And uh, there are images, of course, there are videos, there are there is information, and uh, it behooves you, if you like the show, to go there. Zososcorner.substack.com <laughs> It's yeah. a lot of fun. It's a good time. It there's really a, is. There's a lot of amazing people that check that out on a weekly basis. I'm not going to dox any of them, but there's some cool motherfuckers. Oh, yeah. No names will be mentioned. I want to give a, a last-minute shout-out. Uh, I've really enjoyed a book that has been recommended to me, Airsets in the Confederacy. Uh, I'm sorry, Airsets in the Civil War, which I've been enjoying very much. It's about shortages. Uh, in the Civil War. It's really fun. Oh. So thank you very much. You know who you are, who recommended that book to me. I've been loving it. And uh, all kinds of information. It, actually, we're going to get to that next time. There's so much good information coming in. Uh, thank you so much to all our producers who give us the time, talent, and energy. This is a value for value production. And we wouldn't be who we are without you. We could not do it without you, nor would we want to do it without you. No, no way. No way. No way, man. No way. No way. And no way till next week. I've been Booberry, Black Knight of the Mothman. And available on mass market paperback, my name has been Lavish. your own risk <laughs> where do you need the pcp oh my goodness give me that blade you just slaughtered the goat with i'll blow a goat don't you see what you can do under uh you know ultraviolet lights <sighs> so unhealthy but so hot <laughs> oh my god he is eating our face oh, oh we've got a lot of oh executioners god, and i like it disgusting oh why are you torturing me like this? Why? Cue the TV. Oh, great. It's my favorite show. To do this, check if the windows are safe. Check for monsters under my bed. Watch TV go to sleep. Have a lovely day. This is Behind the Schemes. The Esoterica of your dreams. <laughs>